What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 128. Oh, <laughs> you're drunk. Two. What the heck? <laughs> Why I put 128? <laughs> That's not even close to being right. It's like 218. Yeah, I'm drunk when I was writing this. 218, I believe. Welcome. And if you guys are watching, you already know what the deal is this past weekend. You may have forgot. Win a game. Win a shot. I could have swore that we were going to end the season on the nine-game losing streak, but we did not. We're going to get into more about my fucking inevitable jinx in the game. But first, we must drink this tequila that's been open since we've had our Texans party with a bug floating in it. <laughs> uh, was it designed like when they put the worms in tequila? Is the bug like packed with? I'm not sure, but medicine. It does make it taste a little better. So, shout out to the fly in the tequila that died, and shout out to the Jags fans out there. Cheers. We win. Ah. Woo. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dunn and Drew. I'm Drew here with Dunn. <laughs> Uh, we got to start off today's, this week's episode talking about the most compelling football game that I've ever seen in my life. Now, I can't speak on whether it's uh, the most compelling game in the history of the NFL because I'm not that old, haven't been around long enough. As you know, I've only started watching football in like 2008. Uh, but yeah, Chargers, Raiders, the wildest game, not wildest game, I'm sorry, the most compelling is the word for it. There have been wilder games like Chiefs-Rams back in 2018. Don't don't make a list. Yeah, <laughs> that's as far as I can go right now. There was This year, there was like Ravens-Chiefs or something that was kind of crazy. But This whole season been wild, but... With yeah. the uh, stipulations, what was at stake for this game? Right, yep. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, almost got a loss for words. Uh, this game was just, it had absolutely everything. I know Roger Goodell at home or in his basement on his yeah. little sofa chair. Stroking that meat to he, that game. He was so excited. He was counting the money that DirecTV, ESPN, ABC, CBS <laughs> were going to throw at them. For week eighteen, week set what week eighteen matchups week 18, yeah. in twenty twenty three, because this the season couldn't have ended any better. The season of all seasons, the long, the first ever eighteen game eight, seventeen week season, ends in spectacular fashion, and it was only because of us, of us, of us. It could have been the other the what everyone thought it was going to be. The Colts will beat the Jags in the playoffs, yeah. and then the Raiders versus Chargers win in the ring. Winner just goes in. So, yeah. eh, tie. I wonder what would have happened if they tied. Then the Steelers would have gone in? I'm not sure. No, both Chargers and Raiders would have been in. No, but in the original stipulation, if the Colts won. Oh, then it what, would have been the winner of Chargers-Raiders. But if Chargers-Raiders tied. Oh. Don't know. Then Steelers. 
Yeah? Yeah. Okay. The so Steelers if, had that tie. If that's true, then that's funny that the Steelers would have originally been rooting for a tie and now they weren't. Um, so it all it all it all came to be because the Jaguars threw a wrench in the playoff race at one PM at TIA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. The clown out as we if you've listened to this podcast last few weeks we've been alluding to um, pretty heavily. I wouldn't even call it an illusion. I'd say we straight up have been it's been a Jaguars podcast. Yeah. And if you're watching on YouTube, we brought a clown friend here to help us with the show because he was definitely the star of the weekend. So YouTube.com slash Dun and Drew, we brought a buddy. Yeah, do you know why that center? No, you, you do, because they DM'd us both. Yes, they DM'd. That was your cup. Oh. They, <laughs> they DM'd us and asked if we wanted this because they, I guess, had an extra one. Well, no, Jags fan wasn't able to attend the game, but he still wanted his clown to be in his seat. Yeah. So he said he was going to mail us a blow-up clown like you see on our couch at Bozo the Clown, and he asked if we would take it in the stadium and blow it up and put it on a seat. Apparently, it did not get here in time because it showed up today. Uh, so it's right here next to us if you watch the podcast, uh, which you probably do because you're in our DMs. Uh, there's your bozo, you bozo. Yeah, so the clown game, it could not have gone better for us. You know, it's the initiative to get Jags GM Trent Balky fired so we can start over with a new regime. And besides the January heat, the weather here is, has made no sense to me lately. It's was fucking blistering at the game and now you step outside and you're gonna freeze it's it's weird freeze by florida standards but other than the the heat the game was amazing the clown shit got national exposure even if the stadium was not filled with clowns as everybody made it seem that would happen i didn't think the entire stadium was going to be filled with clowns because not everybody is that extroverted to do that but it did get national exposure. There were about five different media outlets at our tailgate before we got there. Yeah. And even when we were there, there were a few CBS. CBS was still lingering around. And yeah. We got in a little segment for them at the end there with my sign that we took to AEW, a little recycled sign. Um, but it's crazy because every time Drew and I go to an event of some sort of importance – the camera finds us or we find the camera because there's a very high definition photo going around that everybody's using in their articles, their thumbnails for their content. And it's of us in the stands with Andy with a towel over his head with the Joker makeup on because it's hot as shit and me smiling, just looking out into the game with the, with the clown wig on. And then a guy in front of us who's you know got the, the blazer on the nose, the the wig, and it's just a great picture, and everybody's been using it. Uh, so even if it did it, the the whole stadium wasn't filled. Just that photo makes it look like we did the damn thing. And if we have you know CBS posting it, two million followed Instagram accounts posting it, then I'd say we did our job. But job not finished, as Kobe says. <laughs> and you could tell, you know. Arenas do that thing where they put fans on the jumbotron with their little segments that they do, dance cam, whatever, bongo cam, whatever the hell they do. They tried to avoid the clowns at all costs. There was not a single clown that got on that screen, except for one instance where 
someone with a red nose popped into frame and then they cut that shit instantly. What about when the woman was doing the little trivia segment (laughs) and there was option A, B, or C to answer the trivia question for like former players who was drafted something, something. ABC were the options. She says D, 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 fire Trent Bart. Fire Balky. Fire Trent Balky. And she got, yeah, she got cheers. She got cheered. It it was funny because... When when she did that, Ashlyn just went right to the answer, didn't even acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jags organization, you're you're so boring. Have some fun with us. Um, you may have seen the TikTok video that I did um, with that CBS Sports graphic that they posted before the game that said the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2014 or 15, and that the Jags were six and zero in the last few appearances. And I was so confident that history was not going to repeat itself and that the Colts would come in here to Jacksonville and absolutely kill us knowing that a playoff spot was on the line for them. Win and you're in. That's it. With how the Colts have been playing in the second half of the year with Jonathan Taylor, I thought they were going to come and wreck our shit. I understand the Jags are 6-0 and against the Colts at home since 2015. But please... Take it from a guy who's been to 13 out of the 16 (laughs) Jags games. So confident. This is the worst Jags team I've seen in my entire life. (laughs) There is no history repeating itself on Sunday. Steelers fans, you need the Colts to lose. You're done. I'm sorry. You're out of the playoffs. (laughs) The Jaguars are going to get their ass beat. I understand so history. Straight face. <laughs> like your body didn't even move. It's just like so matter of fact. Yeah. Mostly, I was mostly tense like that because the little the filter, if I move too much, I go in and out of it. Oh. Well, so I was trying to stay still. Made it very funny. But it made for a great video being so confident <laughs> and then Jags absolutely destroy the Colts. Of course. And of Steelers course. make playoffs. Of course. Um, so that was funny. Another old takes exposed freezing take by me so last week on the on the pod i was like flabbergasted by your how you were going to operate the weekend because you went to your friend's birthday in south florida you were out to like 2 a.m drinking flew back at 5 a.m um and then you went to the game so tell me how that worked and how you felt throughout the day yes so saturday night I think I got back to my Airbnb around 2 a.m., start packing up my duffel bag. I set a timer for 3.50 a.m. to catch a scheduled Uber from my Airbnb to the airport at 4 a.m. And I got 45 minutes of sleep, maybe max. Um, I woke up and I was drenched in sweat because I forgot to turn on the AC down there. I turned on the wrong thing. I turned on a fan, but not the AC. So I woke up sweating, had to go to the airport. What did you think when your alarm got off, knowing that, like, this is just to go to a Jags game? Well, I, already, I already knew it was happening, so I didn't think of anything of it when 4 a.m. hit. I was just like, I just hope there's no delays because that would make my day terrible. <laughs> because booking an itinerary like this, you know, everything has to go perfect or I would have missed the game and that would have sucked or I would have just showed up late. But got to the airport. Flight left on time. Security line was fast. I had first class, so I was able to, you know, spread out and shit. But the, fl- the two flights were, I, ke- I connected in Atlanta. So I f- 
flew from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta first and then Atlanta to Jack's. I tried to sleep on the planes, but I was so exhausted that I kept uh, jumping out of my sleep <laughs> throughout the entire flight. And when we landed, I asked the dude next to me, I was like, I couldn't sleep on this plane. And he's like, oh, you were snoring at one point. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I guess I did knock out for a little bit on there, but it felt like I got Maybe no sleep. Maybe it's just your heavy breathing. Yeah. I, it felt like I got no sleep on the plane. I landed in Jack's around 930, called the lift here. I come in here. I got absolutely no energy. I'm not even speaking to Andy. I'm just going to the bathroom, take my shit. We get ready. We go to the tailgate. And like we during the game, I think for the first couple quarters, I wasn't even cheering or doing anything. I was just watching the game because I just had no energy. But I guess a second wave hit me in the third quarter because I started to clap. I was becoming conscious of my cheering and clapping. It's probably that Trevor Lawrence <laughs> spiral. <laughs> and um, the rest is history, you know, put, holding up the sign, the fireballky chants, getting the publicity on social media for the clown shit, which well, I was trying to do when we went to L.A., but um, I guess this was the moment for that. But I made it. I think I'm still tired from that itinerary that I did because I keep falling asleep during the day at, like, noon and, and 2 p.m., but there's no trips planned for this month, really, unless I book this gig with Wilhelmina. I think we're back in the modeling shit, hopefully. That should be at the end of January. It's with Fruit of the Loom, so it'll be my first underwear shoot if I oh, book Oh, they it. contacted you, too? Yeah. Oh, shit. I can't wait to we see might, you there. Yeah, I might see you there. I hope. Um, um, it's between them or Calvin. Oh, yeah. Calvin I mean, I got dope. a Calvin body. No, yeah, I got a Calvin body. Yeah, yeah. I got Fruit of the Loom body. Yeah. Big and tall. Um... Well, yeah, all eyes were on the Jags and their fans after we won that game. And history did repeat itself. Uh, so, now let's talk about the, the Colts side of it. Because the Colts came in here. A win, they're in the playoffs. That's all they had to do. Beat the Jaguars, who are the worst team in the league, going to have the first pick in the draft, have just got 50 dropped on them to by the Patriots. You just beat the Patriots. The Colts just beat the Patriots, and they beat. They beat a lot of good teams. This a season. lot of good teams. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, and the Colts, all they had to do beat the Jags, but they hadn't beat them since 2013. So they have gone 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. Eight years? It's been like six, seven. Oh. But tomato might be the. point is. TIA Bank, Everbank, Altel, however long it's been, is the Colts' kryptonite. And I just didn't believe it was going to happen again. I didn't believe it at I all. I did not either, but the Jaguars played stupid. On defense, our defensive line made their offensive line look so bad. They have seven pro bowlers on their team. Where? <laughs> Bitch, where? Bitch, where? Because I didn't see any of them. Yeah. Carson Wentz looked like dog shit, but Eagles fans uh are saying that's you know, they they that's what they're expect like that didn't surprise them. Yeah. They that's the Carson Wentz they know and uh hated. Uh funny that the Colts gave up a first round pick for Carson Wentz yeah, and Colts, are missing the playoffs. They're in the absolute mud. It's crazy how our season ends ten times better than theirs, and they have to give their draft pick to the Eagles. And they're still wait. Eagles are still paying wins, but Colts. Wait, why are the Eagles paying wins? Are the Eagles paying wins or 
They traded him. I think they're still paying his contract, though. But non-accuracy podcast. My point is that the Colts are in the fucking mud. Colts fans, you're in the mud. You guys missed the playoffs. You lost to the Jags. You got Carson Wentz. Jonathan Taylor is your only bright spot. And the Jags are better than you. You guys should have been swept, honestly, because in Indy, y'all were letting us come back. Game-winning drive. Trevor Lawrence threw a pick. But if he was looking like he was on Sunday, that would have went a different way. The way Trevor Lawrence looked Sunday was like how I was expecting him to look all season. That was that was ex- perfect rookie quarterback play. What the fuck happened that game that they couldn't do that all year? Because they I don't know. They didn't have all the players that they didn't have the, the last ten they're weeks. They're even missing James Robinson and half the offensive line. Yeah. I don't get it. Trevor was making some insane throws. Marvin Jones was catching balls, but we still had the drops. We had so many drops still. Like yeah, four, he, five, six drops that game. But it wasn't enough for the Colts. Yeah, to he was anything. at one point 11 of 11. And this is playing a Colts defense, a great Colts defense that needed to win to get in the playoffs. Wild. We reiterate. <laughs> so wild. And after the game, Twitter was awesome. Twitter was so lit, especially from Steelers fans. And the Jaguars social media page and the Steelers page were both Hilarious. They were in conjunction with each other. Steelers were absolutely sucking us on social. Yeah. Steelers main page (laughs) and uh, Chase Claypool even said something. So, yeah, he tweeted. Thank you, Jaguars. uh, Thank you, Jaguars. And then toward the end of the Raiders Chargers game when they were tied, he quote tweeted his tweet with like a (laughs) a, uh, A shock gif. Yeah, a shock emoji. Uh, which brings me to what the Jaguars beating the Colts meant. And that meant that the tie or a potential tie in Raiders Chargers would mean that they both make the playoffs and the mm-hmm. Steelers are out. So the Steelers fans are on cloud nine knowing that what are the fucking odds? What are the odds that a, t- a game goes to overtime? Maybe, and this is just me completely guessing, 5%. Out of all the games, go to go to overtime. Maybe, maybe, yeah, I'd say like a 5%. small percentage goes to overtime. And then once you go to overtime, but, how many games actually end in a tie? But Steelers had a tie this season, so maybe they were a little nervous because they had one of them ties against the Lions. So they know it's real. It's a real thing. So the game goes on, and Justin Herbert looks like fuck it. I don't. Even, I don't even know. No, how to, you have no comparison. No comparison for Justin Herbert at this point. Just look like a god. Um, and but uh, the Raiders are outplaying them, and I picked the Raiders to win. I think, right? Yeah, I picked, e, no, no Chargers. No, I, picked Chargers. I picked Raiders. Okay, yeah, foreshadow. <laughs> uh, and the Spoilers. the, the chart the Raiders go up twelve points, which is when Adam Schefter tweeted, "Well, with the Raiders up twelve points, the." Uh, you know, 12-point lead, that's hard to tie on. Like, what are you going to do? Two touchdowns without kicking an extra point? What are you going to kick? Four field goals in a quarter and a half, which is when the 12-point lead came. And Schefter tweets something like, the Steelers are essentially in the playoffs. And of fucking course, <laughs> it goes to overtime. Because, and, and mind you, in overtime, Ben Roethlisberger, whether he's watching or falling asleep at this point, 
I know Mike Tomlin admitted today that he was dozing off. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is watching overtime, wondering if this is if he's retired or not. Because if they tie, Ben's retired. If they don't, he plays next week. How crazy is that? So you have that level that I didn't even think about till I saw someone tweet it. Uh, the Raiders go up 15 points in regu- uh, regulation. With six minutes left. Yes. So you're watching thinking, all right, so the improbable has to happen. Justin Herbert has to get a touchdown, extra point, and then another touchdown. And a two-point conversion. Oh, sorry. Touchdown, two-point conversion, and then another touchdown. And they fucking do it. He converts a million fourth downs (laughs) to Mike Williams. At one point, I think it was their first of the two final touchdowns. It was like a 20-yard touchdown pass to Mike Williams where he... I don't even... No, wait. Maybe that was to Jared Cook. One of them... One of them to Mike Williams was you watched a replay and I don't know how the Raiders defensive back didn't get to it. He must have just the arm of all arms because there's two people like blanketing Mike Williams, but he gets it to him somehow he fits it in like the improbability of every single thing going right. On their drives, I just I, I couldn't fathom it. I thought I I swore it was scripted. It's not scripted. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not one of those people that say, "Oh, football, it has to be scripted." Did you see what happened? No, I just think that we saw one of the most improbable events, probably the most improbable finishes ever. Fourth down after fourth down conversion, so crazy. And that last touchdown with time expiring, where you. <sighs> Everything has to go right. You have to score the touchdown as time expires to even have a chance to tie to go over time. And that play, I think, was 20-plus yards away. It was definitely a, a pretty decent the first, the, Yeah, the first or the second of the final touchdowns was from 21-something yards away. Insane. And that's... <laughs> the receivers were dead. They were so dead. They, they 15 straight passes. I think they had a 20-play drive. One of the final two drives. I see nothing like... I came in comparing to Aaron Rodgers. I don't even know if that many things would have gone right. I don't even know if Aaron Rodgers could have done what Herbert did. I have no comparison for what Herbert did on, on that. In that game. Which and, makes it... It makes it even shittier that they weren't even able to pull that shit out. I know. Or that they were not in the playoffs. Yeah. They didn't even have to win. Ne- neither one of those. If they didn't even have to win... All they needed was the damn tie. And it damn near came down to that, too. That's why I sometimes think the NFL can be scripted. It's not because, like, you know, a lot of people would have to be in on the shit for it to be scripted. No, but and, and, uh, to, 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 yeah, it's not scripted because the fourth down plays, you're going to leave it up to uh, one – some the passes he completed to Mike Williams. There's no way you would leave that the chance. It's just or like, do a script, like you said. It's just so improbable in the fact that it needed to be a tie for both of these teams to make the playoffs, and it coming down to that dramatic of a finish in regulation, and then almost tying in overtime makes you think like, oh my god, this shit got to be scripted. But I don't know. That's just how the NFL rolls sometimes, and that's what makes it one of the greatest fucking leagues to watch. And then we get to Brandon Staley, the Chargers coach who made his first fuck up, fireball offense, 
in the third quarter when the Chargers were on their own 18-yard line. Fourth and one. Down by three. And they go for it? I've never seen that, ever. I saw Bill Belichick go for it on their side of the field when they were playing the Colts in like 2009 because they didn't want to give the ball back to Peyton Manning. And... But I've never seen it, someone down three with plenty of time left in the game. So that's fireable offense number one. Fireable offense number two is in overtime. When the Raiders, like, that's so crazy that it came down to this. <laughs> like 38 seconds left in the game. The clock is picking, begging to expire. And you both make the playoffs if it does. And the Raiders run the ball and the Chargers call a timeout. As if you're going to get the ball back in time to go down and score. Oh, God. Just let the clock expire. I heard he said, people say that he did that to get the defense set. But that's fine. But if you're like aware of what's happening and aware that the Chargers kind of showed, or the Raiders kind of showed no, uh, What's the word like? Enthusiasm. I know the word you're thinking of, but enthusiasm to 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 or urgency. Yes, urgency. They showed no urgency to get into field. Like they didn't call a timeout. You did, but they were just they were running it so easily that they might have just gotten in field goal range regardless. It just body language shows tells you, and if you're just watching. I it looked like they were just trying to run out the clock, mm. and contempt was saying, you know what, let's because if it was if they did get you know they're close they're like inside the fifty if they got to a long field goal like do you try a long field goal what if it's blocked what if it's returned um, maybe you're just better off you know if you tie you're guaranteed the playoffs but Brand Staley called a timeout which and if I'm the Raiders I'm like okay they still ran the ball though. Even after the timeout. So that run could have gotten stuffed and they wouldn't have even gotten in field goal range. But if I'm the Raiders, I'm still determined to get this field goal. But they, they ran because they were running all over the yeah. fucking charges. So they did it again. Game. And they said, all right. I said, all right, we're going to try to win this thing. And it's not like it was a close kick. You know, 40, 40 plus yards is... Not, you know, guaranteed for any NFL kicker these days, except Justin Tucker, Matthew Wright. But <laughs> but that shit was – it was a crazy ending. I missed the game because that was – I told Andy to wake me up at kickoff. You were snoozing. <laughs> you were snoring so loud. I had an alarm set for 8.30. Didn't hear it. Woke up at 1 a.m. With it going off? Did it go off? Did you hear it? No. Why didn't it, if you didn't hear it, why didn't it go off? Or why didn't it stay on? I'm not sure. I think maybe after like a certain amount of time it just stops. It gives, but, gives up. But when I woke up at one AM, I was on top of my phone. So maybe like I was muffling the sound. But I missed the entire game. Woke up at one, checked the score. I see that the Raiders win in OT. 
So I go to the play-by-play to see, see how much yeah. time went by. And I was like, these motherfuckers won on a game-winning field goal at the last second. <laughs> I'm like, of oh, uh, fucking course. Of course, right? <laughs> of course. Of course, I would have missed that shit. That's crazy. I woke up at 1 a.m. I'm like, what the fuck? That's the kind of games that I wake up to to check the score. I'm like, you've got to be fucking. Of, <laughs> like, this shit's scripted. There's no way that that actually happened. That the thing that everyone talked about all day... Like it was teased that hard. Whew. Yeah, and I, I hate missing games like that. Yeah, I missed a few this year. But I, I just was not able to stay up clearly or wake up because I didn't even hear my alarm that I set to make kickoff. But I guarantee I won't be missing any playoff games. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, playoffs, NFL playoffs are set. What a crazy finish to the regular season. Uh, We had a wild regular season, and it couldn't have been capped off any better than with the Jags beating the Colts and stirring up all of this implication shit for the rest of the league. And then that Raiders-Chargers game coming down to almost tying in overtime. Wild. Um, But... We are the kings of the weekend. I've already said my kings of the weekend. It's it's us, the clowns. Not just us, me and Andy, but everyone who came to Jazz Game. Hear that, Bozo? Bozo over here. The clowns were the kings of the weekend. We set the tone for the last regular season um, week. And (laughs) we, we patting ourselves on the back, baby. We patting ourselves on the back because how? But the job's not finished. The job's not finished, but name me another team that gets less than five wins and makes as much noise as Jags fans. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> Jets fans. <laughs> Jets fans, I'm snoozing, but I don't hear nothing from y'all. Nothing. Nothing. Lions nothing. fans, I wish I could double snooze nothing. on y'all. Well, although, although they're nice. They're nice. What do you mean they're like, nice? Like they're set up kind of nice. I mean, but they have three, they have three wins though, and we're not hearing from them. That's my no, point. We're not. Like Jags are like the worst team in the NFL, just the shittiest offense of the season. And here we are making national headlines because we're out here dressed as clowns in the heat, and we upset the fucking Colts. So we're the kings of the weekend. You're welcome, Steelers fans. Come give us some head. Uh, speaking of Steelers fans, my kings of the weekend is goes to Drew and, and Gabby. Uh, because wow, what, let me just tell the story. This is, this is crazy. Gabby hits me up in like October, November saying, a, I want to get my, um, God, were, were they married? Do you know? <laughs> Man, I don't think married they were married. Dating. I want to get my boyfriend or husband. I, 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 don't not, I can't remember which one it was, but let me look, let me see her old. Yeah, I, I can't tell you. Uh, so, man, I want to get my man uh, tickets to a Jags game. Which one should I pick? So I say uh, Jags Colts. Um, I can't remember why I said that, but Good choice. Prob- <laughs> probably because I thought the weather was going to be better. Sorry, uh, it was hot. Uh, and so I treat it as if so we're hit up about 
tickets every now and then like saying hey i want to go to one of these jags tailgates what what game should i go to and i just automatically think that they're jags fans they know that we're jags fans so they want to know when you know when's a good turn up time when what's a good game to go to uh what would be a good tailgate so that's how i was treating this one i wasn't giving it too much attention um but i i think i also didn't know that she watched she listened to the podcast for sure I definitely knew that. Uh, so I knew we were going to be meeting her either in the game or at the tailgate. So they, she gives a, she surprises him, his man, her man, um, Drew at Christmas with the tickets and they're coming to Jacksonville. They live in Tennessee. So eight hour drive later, they get to Jacksonville Saturday night before the game. She tells me that they're there. I'm like, yay. And Sunday morning, she messages saying, we're here, we're in town. And I knew that they came a long way. So I'm like, you know, responding, saying, hey, can't wait to see you, yada, yada, yada. Um, Then we get to the tailgate, and she doesn't message me until, like, later in the day while we're at the tailgate, maybe around noon. You know, the game starts at 1. So she messages saying, hey, uh, we're going to come see you. Where are you? So I send her my drop her my location and she comes up to me and with drew say hello what's up and then i learn very quickly that they are steelers fans not jaguars fans and they're just there for dunn and drew and at that point i felt so bad because i and they're also telling me how they both have been listening since the soundcloud days since like og episode one the lost episodes they were referencing so many old ass episodes i was like these are hard this is a hardcore dun and drew couple and that bond super, over dun and drew super hard like do you know how <laughs> rare that is to to bond with your significant other over dun and drew like that you are one of a kind so i feel super bad like if i knew i'm dumb because because we get hit up all the time about this so i was just thought it was just another person looking to see you know when's the hot jags game to go to um, if I'd known that they were coming just for us, I would have like invited them over the night before the game. We would have hung out, would have had them over the morning to like pre tailgate pregame for the tailgate with us or me. Eric was dead. <laughs> um, I would have gave him like the full done and drew experience. So I was like, once I realized that I was like, Oh, you're definitely sitting like right next to us. Uh, we're going to have a good time. I didn't think the game was going to be that good of a time, yeah. but I was going to do my best to make sure that trip was worth it because like why, right when i realized that oh shit they came just for us i was like fuck now i really gotta like put on make sure that this is a good trip hey but even though they weren't jags fans this the game had so much implication yes. for them. so while we were in the stands with them and our game finished with the dub they were waiting for the steelers game to finish because that game went to ot with the ravens so it ended up being just a dramatic uh, game and weekend for them, for Jags fans, just all around in week 18. So they definitely got the full Dun and Drew experience, even though it was a little late just because you didn't know until they arrived to the tailgate. But Yeah, you you picked, or I picked for you, a great game to go to because it just it, it had everything. It had it had Drew watching the Steelers game in the corner of the, of the stadium on the Red Zone channel while the Jaguars were kicking the Colts' ass right in front of us. 
Uh, had the clown shit. Yeah, you you were there for like <laughs> Nash. I think he's in every picture that made national. Um, you know, every picture that we were in mm-hmm. that made uh, national headlines. Um, and then I was like, I also said, hey, you guys can come right to our house after the game. Because I, I usually have a headache, so I'm tentative of saying that to anyone. And I did have a headache. The sun was brutal. But I uh, sucked it up, and they came over to the house afterward. We had some pizza and watched the rest of the football games and um, had a great had a great evening. I hope the trip was worth it. And here's your long King of the Weekend shout-out. Kings and Queen. King and Queens of the Weekend. Shout-out to Drew and Gabby. If you guys ever want to come hang with us for a game, let us know and DM us. But y'all make it to drive, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, we could have played cornhole with him, and but you know, well, you every you everything happens for a reason, though. And I wasn't here, so like maybe next time, you know, <clears throat> they know where we stay now. Um, college football championship happened Monday night: Bama versus Georgia rematch. Georgia pink with the final spread was two and a half at kick for Georgia, and I was like, ain't no way. Ain't, ain't no, no way. fucking way. I was like, ain't no fucking way. I know hella bets probably came in for Bama. Yeah. Giving them two and a half points. I was like, slam Bama. Saban's the GOAT. Getting his eighth. It is what it is. What did I say? You said Georgia. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah? I know. Okay. Just wanted you to reiterate. George, you said Georgia. And I said Georgia <laughs> because you can't beat a team this good twice, especially. Now, I didn't count for this. Especially when you're out your two top receivers. Yeah, but Georgia has one of the... Best defenses historically college football's ever seen. And it's like you mentioned on a pod before, hard to beat Bama unless you do have a historic defense or offense like LSU did that one year. I said that? Yeah, you did. Don't think I did. I think you did. But I'll take it. Yeah. Who else would have said that shit? We're going to have guests on here frequently. That's all you? I, I didn't hear it from. Maybe you did? I didn't say that shit. Um, but I'll take it. This was another game that we fell asleep on. <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep on the couch, but I think I saw most of the important stuff aside from the second half game ceiling pick six. Pick six. See, I would have loved to see that live. A pick six to seal the game against Bama. That is the most energetic type of play you can have. They were driving, needed and, a touchdown, right. two pointer. It was towards the end of the game. Bama needed a touchdown to win the game and to tie it. To tie it. And Georgia takes it 70-something yards to the house and gets that first win since 1980. The monkey is, yeah, the monkey is off their back. They finally beat Bama. Oh. <laughs> they and, finally beat Bama. And they'll be contenders for the next 10 years. Forever. Yeah, yeah. Next as 10 long as Kirby's years. there. Um, That pass that, uh, see, it doesn't really matter because Georgia won. But did you think that was an incomplete pass or or a fumble that the Georgia quarterback threw and was like kind of sacked as he threw it? Did you were you awake for that? I saw highlights all day watching Sports Center and it it looked like a fumble. Yeah, because the ball was like moving out of his hand before his hand came. Yeah, forward. it did look like a fumble. The craziest part though was the recovery of that, bro. That was the craziest fumble recovery ever. Because he had no idea. He thought it was incomplete. And, and if I'm a player, I'm treating – no, I I still – I think some 
players are crazy when like you a quarterback will throw a ball and it gets swatted at the line of scrimmage and it bounces back and the defenders pick it up thinking they're doing something yeah. just because the ball's on the ground. I'm like, all right, calm down. You clearly saw that that's not a fumble. But in it's, situa- situations like this, how do you not like uh at least give the benefit of the doubt to like maybe it's maybe let's maybe treat it like a live ball. That player had no <laughs> no intentions of treating that ball like it was live. He so nonchalantly picked it up and he couldn't have gotten closer. He could literally not have gotten closer to when he secured it mm-hmm. and where he stepped. Yeah. No there was any there was no margarine. more white paint yeah. left to between his shoe and the sideline. It was as close as you could be. The most casual fumble recovery in <laughs> NFL or college football history. He just said, oop, it's in my hands. <laughs> Let's go play the next down. Yeah. Nope, your ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bama ball. <laughs> Bama ball, they go and score and take the lead. The not, most nonchalant play that changed the momentum of the game for them for a little bit. Yeah, I know Georgia fans would be hot if that, if that stood and, like, because that was at the time a little controversial, the incomplete or a fumble. That that would be being that would be talked about right now, if Bama won. And then after that, uh, next not next drive. I don't know what the sequence was because I didn't watch it. But the highlight of the Georgia quarterback coming back out and launching that forty yard touchdown pass, little underthrown, great, great catch. catch, great catch, better catch than throw. Yeah, definitely a great catch. Had to adjust like. Why he's running because the ball wasn't thrown in stride, but just to come back and even have that play happen after the turnover he had was just insane. And I'm pissed because I'm two games, back-to-back days that I've fallen asleep on because of this South Florida itinerary before the Jags game. But um, it's it's not the same when you're sitting watching highlights, y'all. It's not the same. Uh, Say his name. Stetson Bennett? Yes, thank you. Uh, I just want to hear it. <laughs> I knew his name. I just want to hear it. Uh, Stetson. Is that it? Stetson? Stetson, Stetson yeah. Stetson. Stetson. He should have gone University. to Stetson. Yeah, Jinx. Jinx, fuck. Uh, gone you, to Stetson. Yawn. So I saw I saw a, a tweet this morning, and I I, I assume it was real. What, it had to have been real. Uh, high noon, he ordered a, like a, a round of high noons. After, after the game, oh, I'm sure. And he In put Indy. on his Instagram. <laughs> he put on his Instagram story and said, um, "I have an interview at 8 a.m. This is going to mm. suck or something." Oh, and the interview yeah. at 8 a.m. was for Good Morning yeah, America. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and then he's on Good Morning America, and he is gone. He's blitzed. He's like a mix of. I assume he he may have pulled like one of your like 45 minuters. Um, he's a mix of like just being still asleep and still his, Hammered. <laughs> yeah, still his blood alcohol content is up there. Definitely dehydrated and yeah. exhausted. Yeah, after, but man, because like you just what do you pl- do after you just played an entire football game against up? Bama? You're definitely dehydrated because you're not you're not drinking water after that. Not you're after straight, facing Will Anderson or whatever his name is. Straight alcohol afterwards, and you have a interview at eight a.m. with Good Morning America. So. That shit was funny. One for the history books for sure. Um, I don't, I don't know what year he is because he was a walk on, but he's definitely cemented Georgia's legacy if they continue this streak of being relevant for the next decade plus. That's all, st- Jesus! Quite a tequila pour there, my boy. I know, and it's dangerous because that fly, that fly is not. There's two of them. There's two. 
Yes, there's two of bugs. Oh my god, more more flavor. We gotta get a lid. Hey, <laughs> that would help. All the flies are going into Put the tequila. F- <laughs> fucking lid on this tequila, but it's Casamigos, so we're not pouring it out. We're just drinking it. Yeah, that was the one I wasted all over the table. Yeah, I know, but I bought it all right. <laughs> uh, Jameson Williams. Oh, I like that better than Terramana. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Jameson Williams has his name Williams, right? I think. Oh, don't quote me. Tore his ACL. I swore it was an Achilles uh, tear. Yeah, I need an anatomy class because when I saw that pop, I was like, how's that his knee? When I saw the whole calf The calf was gross. So gross. Maybe Alex can help us. Dr. Seuss. But, but, um, (laughs) yeah, James tore his ACL, which is awful because he was going to be a high mid first round pick. Tomato, mate. I got to stop with the board. I keep clicking the wrong shit. Um... But now he tore his ACL, so if a team takes him, he's not going to play until, like, maybe mid-first. Uh, I wasn't going to attempt it. First time. round, uh, or sorry, mid-season um, next year. Mm, mid-season, yeah. Damn. That so, takes a while I mean, if you're a team like, if you're the Packers and you want to, like, they don't need another receiver right now, but if they can get a guy like Jamison to come in toward the end of the season next year, ready for the playoffs, that's a team I would look at to take. Maybe the Patriots. Like, these good teams that are, like, Jamison, this could have been the best thing to happen for him, like, low-key in the future. <laughs> because now he's not going to be taken by, you know, a mid-team. This, that's my little spin on it, little spin doctor. But, or the Jags could grab him at the top of the second round, but they just got to know that, you know, he won't contribute right away. The Jags need help ASAP. Yeah. So that's I probably. I don't want him no more. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Packers, my boy. My boy. Uh, um, the, so draft, I, the draft will be interesting because there's, it's not like last year where there's this ton of offensive talent. It's defense. It's linemen. There's not even quarterbacks. It's mostly a receiver's draft. It's I also think. weird that I think the top three picks are like already because there's no quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I feel like the top three picks are already cemented. People know it's going to be Kayvon Thibodeau, Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, and Neil and Neil yeah. of Bama. I think that which is in all any three of them could go one overall. It's pretty wild. And who knows if. The first pick gets, you know, traded down or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of things could happen this season. And we'll be there. This draft. Speaking of the draft, I might be booking that flight this week. But with our, you know, sponsor money. Um, but tickets are so fucking high. To Vegas right now? On Delta, because that's what I fly. Delta's generally not an expensive airline. Just depends where you fly. But... I guess because it's draft weekend and it's Delta. It's like I have not seen a flight under five hundred. Does Jacksonville not have should, any I direct should, to I Vegas? Check Orlando. No, Jacksonville doesn't have shit direct to uh, LA. I suppose saying to Vegas because you can go direct from Jackson to New York City too. I didn't check Orlando though, so I'm I'm out to do that, but. Maybe I should wait, see if prices drop. I just don't think they will. But 
That's going to be a stupid weekend. If you guys are trying to have a Dun & Drew Vegas retreat, hit our oh, line yeah. yes. so we can bet you. Yeah, if you want to go to the draft, <laughs> um, let us know because we can put together a little hotel retreat ex- extravaganza. Airbnb. Airbnb over sure. over hotel. Vegas oh. hotels are lit, aren't they? They're, we'd have to get a suite. Let's get a motherfucking, uh, what's it called? Residential? No, the top one. What's Residential? It no. Penthouse? Penthouse. Tomato. Oh. <laughs> Tomato. That's going to be about 20 grand. <laughs> Draft weekend. Get 20 of our boys. 20 of our boys. A grand, a grand <laughs> a guy. <laughs> grand. Uh, not a Jaguars podcast. Touched on it. Obviously, just talked about the game, but there is. Who was that? Oh. Did I unmute this? Was that Discord? I think it was something in the kitchen popping. Oh, God. This house is loud. <laughs> uh, hashtag not Jaguars podcast. I'm actually wearing the shirt today. Um, head coaching search is on. Yes, it is. We've interviewed Byron Lefwich. I don't think he's going to be our coach, though. We've actually, been- hmm. sorry, guys. We're about to talk about the let, – let's do NFL. Just in general? Before we do Jaguars. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the coaches that have been fired then. Yes, hit me with them. Miami Dolphins surprisingly fired Flores. There's some articles coming out after that because it was so surprising. So you would obviously have some um, journalists looking into like, uh, why? Why why did that happen? Why? But there there are some things coming out about just Flores' coaching stuff. I saw the best put was like, He's trying to be Belichick without being Belichick. Uh, but w- he's winning. So, like, what's it matter? Yeah. And then Dolphins finished with a winning season. That last two years. And they beat Patriots to co- to close this fucking season. swept the Patriots and has a winning record, 4-2 and two against the Patriots. I would fucking keep whoever the <laughs> yeah. fuck in that. Like, if you beat the, if you have a winning record versus the Patriots, you're, you're staying on my team. He's, he's like, I coached there. I know how to beat them. Yeah. This is like the first ever assistant that's left Belichick and has had his number, I think. Um, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's the hottest coach in the market, I think, right now. Uh, he's Dolphins. I don't, who are Dolphins going to replace him with? Vic Vangio, who also got fired from the Broncos. Joe Judge finally got fired. I've been waiting for the Giants to can that motherfucker because I've seen all these other coaches get fired, and I was like, why are the Giants keeping Joe Judge? Like, like you see our clown movement. How was there not uproar? I didn't see anything. Giants, Giants, Giants are quiet. See, Giants organization is so irrelevant. Yeah. Like, in the whole grand scheme of NFL things, the Jaguars are talked about more than the Giants. <laughs> it's crazy. Um. Yeah, and the GM retired. Like, before they fired their coach, the GM said, yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. And it makes me think that in interviewing other GMs, they were saying, Joe Judge got, Joe Judge got to go. I got to get my own guy. So the owner was like, all right, Judge, you got to go. Uh, Bears fans have been waiting for this all season. Matt Nagy fired. They've been waiting for this for, a, yeah, all season. <laughs> and the GM, Ryan Pace. And the GM gone. You guys finally freed Justin Fields. Um. Maybe Flores comes to the Bears. Bro, there's a fly in my drink. What the fuck? Are we infested? There were three flies in that. Are we infested? Nah, there's only... Watch it be like five. <laughs> I don't even see him anymore. I see him from here. 
the bottom. I don't know. At the bottom. At the bottom. Um, and lastly, Mike Zimmer, canned from yeah. the Vikings. Long time. And the for, GM. He was there for eight years. The GM was there for 10. Sheesh. So all of these coaches and G, these owners are cleaning house. It's 2022. They said time for a new start, buddy. But there's one owner out there who fears, fears, fears. starting over. And he cleaning hates it. House. He, he hates, hates it. it. We're waiting, Shad Khan. We're waiting for Daryl Bevel to not be here anymore. It bless his heart. He's got a great persona in the pressers, but don't need him. Don't need Balky. I am blown away that Trent Balky is still employed. Like I said before in another episode, all Shad has to do, and he probably knows by now, he has to know yeah, by bro, now. Bro, if he doesn't know by now, then this man literally does not pay attention to fucking shit that has to do with the Jags. Every media out. So here, let me let me take out my phone. Listen to what. Now, I'm going to play you what Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah said. Dan, Daniel Jeremiah of the NFL Network. I'll play you what he said today. And this is what literally everyone is saying. So Shad Khan has to know this. Unless he's talking to people in the league that just want to tell him what he wants to hear, then there's no way he's not privy to Which this. You. Maybe I'll interview. Here you go. So, I'll, I'll just say this. Yeah. I know I know some of these dudes who are up for, for that job. They will not go. They don't want it. And they, they, and they, they acknowledge, I think this quarterback's going to be great, but that's not, I'm not they taking that job. Maybe I'll interview. Maybe I'll interview, get the experience, all that, but... No, I'm not taking that job. And is so, that because of general manager? Is that because of organizational function? Is I'll, I'll, all I'll, I'll, I'll leave that up to you to to, to add that together. So, so here's all of the above. <laughs> Organization dumpster fire and Trent Balky. Like here's you listen to this. The last five consecutive seasons that Trent Balky has been a GM or an executive on a team, the coach has gotten fired. Urban Meyer this year, Doug Marone the year before, Chip Kelly in 2016. Mm. You forget Chip Kelly played uh, <laughs> coach for the yeah. Niners. Uh, went two and fourteen. Jeez. Jim Tom Sula in Who? 2015. Jim Harbaugh oh. in 2014. All of those coaches got fired under Trent Baalke. So does a coach want to? Does a coach want to try that? No. Get rid of him. It's why are you so attached to this man? And why are you so attached to this man who hasn't even been here? He has no that, good resume, too. He's not been here that long. He's got no resume. Your whole fan base has a hashtag Fireballky that has over five thousand tweets in it. They dress as clowns to get this man fired. It's got national, local global attention for this one man to be fired yet shot Khan, we don't even get a whisper from him and there's no articles written by any media member or any word coming out from any player or staff that says actually trent balky's a good guy no one's standing up for this man come, come on how is he not already gone it blows my mind did you see the uh obviously you did it's been in my mentions and the only the reason why he has not been fired is because shot Khan is interviewing coaches that would get along with him that's it and it's tone deaf and he's doing what he wants instead of doing what's best for the organization 
And I don't know how many times it's going to take this man to fail to get it, but it's fucked. It's fucked. Our owner's fucked. So after the game, I don't. I don't know why Trent would show his face. He must be oblivious to what's going on. <laughs> they must both be oblivious. They live in their own world. Got to be. So after the game, this guy actually shows up at tailgates and sits sits in their same section. This is what one of the fans on Twitter, his name is Ricky. He sees Trent Balky walking out of the stadium after the game, and this is what he says to him. Down. He stinks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he says, Trent, and then Trent looks at him and he yells, please step down. Um, please step and down. Then, and then someone says, he's the GM? Yeah. He stinks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Anyway, God damn. How did you know Trent was going to walk out like that? Uh, I think you, they were probably there for the players. Oh, my God. So, yeah, here we are, three days post-final game of the season where most of the firings take place, yet we have no indication that our GM is going to be gone. All I can – all signs right now are pointing to Balky staying and Bill O'Brien being our coach. <laughs> <laughs> Two days, two days after the final game, I'm dead, and that's where we're headed. Bill fucking O'Brien, Bill O'Brien and Trent Balky. They're going to eat each other in that building, and then one of them's gonna Bill. Bill O'Brien will get Trent Balky fired. I saw, saw someone say this either in DMs or Twitter. Bill O'Brien will get Trent Balky fired, and then Bill O'Brien will assume player personnel responsibilities and will be the Houston Texans and that traded will, DeAndre Hopkins for De- Don, uh, David Johnson, except this time it'll be Trevor fucking Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence for Melvin Gordon. <laughs> 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 I don't care what Bill O'Brien did when he was successful with the Texans and Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt and had all those fucking star players. When you trade – your his legacy is known for making the worst trade in NFL history. DeAndre Hopkins, the top three receiver in the NFL, traded for David Johnson, a washed David Johnson. And this is who we're interviewing to be our head coach. And he, if you do some digging on him, he also has the same kind of like Urban Meyer issues. Players were complaining like – when he left, I saw an article today. When he was eventually fired, the player said they all breathed a sigh of relief, like they can be themselves and they can speak up for things. Um, talk. He, he apparently brings toxicity, and I read a similar article today, two articles today about Brian Flores being the same kind of way. Um, and that's where the comment that I saw on Twitter about Flores trying to be. Belichick without, you know, having the Belichick resume. Balky must have Shad Khan in a dungeon yeah. or something. But he must Shad must think that Balky drafted Trevor Lawrence, so he must be the amazing. Bro, can you imagine <laughs> if that's it? Well, uh he drafted Trevor Lawrence and he's our he's uh, you know, best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, who by the way, did you see him at the national? Yeah, I did. Ooh, he looked bad. Bad he or looked, I think he looked bad. 
he's thin. Super thin. Like, just uh, you would never guess he was a quarterback. Yeah, not anymore. He has the mustache. The the thicker mustache. Full time. Yeah, he's full time dad, but that we don't know if like dad more. We don't know if like his health's bad. He's just stopped working out and shit. He's not on those rigorous yeah. NFL workouts anymore. Colts, if you were watching Carson Wentz yesterday Sunday and were wondering where Andrew Luck was, <laughs> well, he's not walking through that door anytime soon. He is out of football. Damn, that's sad. Yeah, he's he's done done. Not even thinking about that, that is shit. Crazy. He said, I'm a full time dad and I'm very happy. He said, Fuck this. He said, Give me my Stanford degree and a couple football wins. I'm good. He got his bag, and he's out of there. So aside from Flores, we have, like, Leftwich getting interviewed, um, Todd Bowles, Dan Quinn, um, Kellen Moore, Eric Bieniemy, um, who else? Uh, Brian Hackett. Dable, Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett from the Packers. Jeez, jobs are up and available, buddy. Um, Raiders, the Raiders, I don't, I don't think, I would wait and keep see. Him. Keep them. Yeah, I would wait and see, because... To pull this team through the mud that they've um, accumulated this season, what a pr- job that he's done. Um, I would definitely give him a chance. See what they do versus the Bengals. Even if you lose to the Bengals, I think he's he's got to you know stay next season for what he's been able to accomplish given all the Raiders' problems this season. Gruden, Ruggs, two other players got DUIs. It's crazy, like putting an NFL yeah, team in Vegas. The Gruden <laughs> firing, and then the Rugs fiasco, and they're in the playoffs. Like, wow, that is so impressive. So, and that's the kind of that's the leadership you need at the head coach position. That's like that's the perfect resume. It, like, if he were going to go to apply for another team, his resume is, oh yeah, I I became the interim head coach after John Gruden was fired, and then oh also. Our star wide receiver killed someone in a DUI crash, got arrested forever, and we still made the playoffs. And if you beat the Bengals, oh my goodness. Yeah. On the road. Like, that's a lock. And you give the Raiders their first playoff win in over 18 years? Yeah. He's got to stay. So, all eyes on the head coaching care. That's Black Monday is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when the coach, that's when the Monday after. The last weekend in the NFL. That's when all the coaches are Black hired. Monday. They call it Black yeah. Monday. Um, that's so much fun. And then you get playoffs mixed with the head coaching carousel. Um, it's always a fun time. Um, because the Jaguars, if they're not in the playoffs, they're in the head coaching carousel. So we always ha- enjoy this time of the year. Um, this f- coming weekend is going to be fun. We'll touch on that. Um, we're going to make our, game, our playoff game picks. And let me read you the uh, head coaching odds that Vegas put together for the vacancies. <clears throat> and since Brian Flores got fired, by the way, there are currently no Patriots assistants serving as NFL head coaches, which is like, it's crazy that every, and I know Brian Flores is good and he's probably going to be successful where he goes. Um, there's just no Bill Belichick. It's like him You'd think that his sis, that it's his system, but maybe it's not his system. Maybe it's just him, because people that are under his him like it never works out. It's crazy. How do you explain it? I don't know. 
Uh, but here's a here's a good stat, or here's a good uh, Vegas odds. Kind of depressing too. So for the Bears, the Vegas odds they have Brian Flores at plus one fifty, Jim Harbaugh behind him at six hundred. Oh, and how about the Dolphins? Everyone was connecting Jim Harbaugh because like. Were they for Ro- for Stephen Ross to fire Flores? Just like, what the fuck? They, he just came out two winning season. He just made the or he didn't make the playoffs, but close enough. He yeah. came. They were one and seven. They, they, they were almost very close did. to clinching that shit. So why would you fire Brian Flores? Oh, maybe for Jim Harbaugh, but no. He Stephen Ross completely shot that down, saying that he hopes Jim Harbaugh stays at Michigan. It's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, just stay there. <laughs> yeah, they they totally he totally threw water on that fire. Uh. Broncos, Dan Quinn is the favorite there at plus 200. I can see that. Which is crazy that Dan Quinn is like so hot of a prospect right now. Because when I think back on his foul, yeah, they made the Super Bowl, but I guess they were always relevant when he was there. They couldn't get over the hump hump, but they made the Super Bowl. I just, when I think of Dan Quinn, I think of, I just, just think, man. Yeah. yeah. Eh. Eh, it got some playoffs, but eh. Yeah, it does nothing for me. Uh, Nate Hackett is second on Broncos for at plus one seven hundred. Uh, Dolphins, uh, Vegas has Brian Dable plus three hundred. Uh, I can see that going in division, kind of like they did with the Patriots. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy plus five hundred. I was listening to Adam Schefter podcast today, and he had someone on that runs a company that that selects that teams can hire to help him. To help them hire a head coach because they do analytics for what would be the next, the best head coach. And uh, B enemy is number one for, their, their, for the in, Dolphins. No, in their in their whole data oh. mining <clears throat> that they do. Um, Eric B enemy. Uh, Doug Peterson is three on Dolphins plus five hundred. Jaguars is the funniest. Yeah, what the fuck? Why is that? Jaguars is the funniest, but also most depressing. Yeah, it is. Bill O'Brien leads the dog. He, okay, after Brian, Brian Flores for the Bears, he is the highest on this list of odds. Plus 175, Bill O'Brien to be the next head coach for the Jaguars. Why? Why Why is he dipping into a college team's coordination for the next head coach? And a toxic head coach who failed miserably running another organization. But maybe you'd think like this the next person on the list would be like I don't know, Leftwich. Yeah. Byron Leftwich or, or Doug or Yeah, Doug Peterson. No. It's our fucking offensive coordinator, Daryl Bevel. Daryl Bevel. <laughs> it's our interim head coach that stepped in for Urban. What's Vegas smoking? Or what are we smoking? What's Shot Khan smoking? He's on smoking his, he's, on his yacht. He's smoking that Jags pack. <laughs> he don't give a shit. <laughs> and, then, and then we have Vikings, Eric Bieniemy, number one at three plus 300, and then Brian Dable at plus 400. All right, going to get these voicemails in a second. One more th- item I want to touch on is going to ask you, give you a little trivia quiz. Don't click the link. Can't wait. Can't wait. What team in the NFL – in the last 10 years, 10 years has had the number one seed in the NFC going into the playoffs the most. The most? Yeah. You're not, it's tough. So, so don't pick an obvious one. NFC. Can I get a division or is that going to no. give it away? I'll give it away. Uh, 
North, south, east, west. Yeah, guess first, and then if you get it wrong, I give you a division. Okay. Damn. NFC. See, that is hard because in the AFC, we know who's been in the playoffs <laughs> every fucking year. But NFC. Well, playoffs ain't it. I'm saying number one seed. Well, yeah. Going into the playoffs. Right, but that's different than just making the playoffs. Like, this is the best team, the on the, best in, the, team in their conference. For the last decade. In the NFC. But Eagles? that's not to say, yes. Oh, shit. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> Why'd you say that? I just thought of... Owens, McNabb, Vic. Okay, yeah, and you're right. They were number one seed in 2002, 2003, 2004, and then they were number one seed in 2017. So they have four. The Packers have three, 2011, 2020, 2021. Mm. Um, Seahawks had two of them, 2013-2014. I'm sure the Packers have made the – yeah, the Packers have made the playoffs every single year on here aside from – two of them that was my first which is fucking stupid that was my first super bowl um just being at a super bowl experience was eagles patriots here in jacksonville so that's why i thought you of, came up here for that yeah wow not for the game but just for the festivities got Derek brooks autograph apparently the national media fucking hated jacksonville as a super bowl host that's why we have never gotten it back well if you bring them here where the fuck are they gonna go yep <laughs> and, and stay I think at hotels Hotel was another issue They had to bring cruise ships in Yeah For them to sleep at I, I remember someone telling me That they put them in like Some crappy hotels Over at Regency area like, That's why we got The Four Seasons brewing <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Downtown Jacks. We got Wells Fargo And uh, Intuition <laughs> So the Eagles Are the number one In the NFC At four appearances At the top the Patriots have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So they they were atop in 03, 07, 10, 11, 14, 16, 17. Well, yeah, so. Eagles had Dawkins, Brian Westbrook. It was nice. It was nice, nice. Met all them boys. Met them? You were an influencer back then? No, not back then. My met... Uh, some of them when uh, my dad was invited to Brian Dawkins Hall of Fame okay. party. Oh yes, recently. Yeah, met a lot of motherfuckers there. Ron Rivera, Dabo Sweeney, Patriots, Good Patriots, times. Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. Jeez, they did not make any weight. Patriots, 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 Patriots. Like, I'm can you sick. fucking imagine making the playoffs? I'm sick. Times? No, I can't. Uh, Especially not if we if Bill O'Brien's my coach. I might not even go to any games, buddy. At home. I'll travel, but you ain't catching me in TIA Bank, man. I don't know if I can sit through a Bill O'Brien coach team. We're on here in the last 10 years. We're on here. Once. One, two, three. 10 years? The Eagles have had the number one seed more times than we've even made the playoffs. Great. (laughs) Go Birds. All right, let's hit these voicemails. Can't wait. I'm sure we, we have, got we got many. like we got like several from one guy. You guys know him well. Yeah. So, and you guys, and you know this is coming because because of, of that game the Raiders had. So you know, Tyler McWilliams is checking in, and he's the first one. 
or seven. <laughs> and I, this was two days ago. So it was either before the game, during the game, or at, I think it was at halftime. Let's see what he said. What's up, boys? Uh, it's Tyler, Grill Master. Um, thank you uh, to the Jags uh, for trying to help the Raiders out. Um, hey, Ravens. Go fuck yourselves, you fucking bum pussy bitches. I'm not trying to shove it in your face, but fuck you, you dumb whores. Um, yeah, so all Ravens fans, um, you deserve that. Uh, fuck you. Um, yeah, <laughs> damn. Steelers really going to make the playoffs. How the fuck did the Ravens lose that game? Big Ben's an old bitch. They're, they're going to get killed first round. <laughs> they are. So, yeah. Fuck. I mean, that was depressing as fuck to watch. I didn't really mean to fuck Ravens fans. I'm sorry. But uh, I'll be back, checked in with you uh, at halftime of the uh, Raiders Charger games. Go Raiders. <laughs> fuck Chargers. Can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Next, we're here from Bryce, Ravens fan. Ravens. Oh, great. Let's see if he's on, uh, on the bridge. What's up, y'all? This is Bryce calling from Ohio. First, just want to say congrats to you guys whooping on the Colts. I had the ESPN notifications on my phone when I was watching the Ravens Steelers, so that was absolutely awesome to get those notifications and see what's going on down there. But I'm pretty much just calling in on behalf of my Ravens. I mean, it's to, to finish 8-9, and nine, honestly, in an objective viewpoint, I would I would be happy with that. Because Final. with all the injuries we've had, yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought it would have been a lot worse. It is a little oh, disappointing know. to have been eight and three in the middle of the year and then finish oh, wow. eight and nine. But wow, I, I mean, we just lost too many key players. It's just it just wasn't going to happen this year, anyways. Even if we got in the playoffs, so looking forward to next year. Can't wait to have all of our big name guys back. I think we're going to do some big things next year. And right now, I know you guys don't give a shit, <laughs> but at least for me, the Cavs are good. So. It's basketball time, baby. My Bulls. Don't hit that. My Bulls at the top of the AFC or East. <laughs> the AFC. I don't know why I, I do AFC with Eastern Conference. Um, yeah, the the, co- the Ravens, like, staying above water kind of this season. I know they finished below 500, but. Shout out. Staying below five. <laughs> staying, staying above water. With all the injuries that they had, it's so impressive. So Bryce, keep your head up and uh, go Cavs. Um, all right, here's Tyler. Must be checking in during the uh, maybe the <laughs> halftime. Halftime. Let's see. All right, Tyler, Grillmaster calling. Halftime update. Raiders up seventeen fourteen. Um, man started hot. First quarter started hot. Off the quick start, we should have scored. Touched on that first drive, that fumble. Fuck. Our goal line play calling is fucking atrocious. Um, they started coming back. End of the first quarter was rough. They're running our ass into the ground. So, I don't know. We got to fucking come out hot on defense second half. Shove it right out their hole. Mm. Pun intended. Um, like... We got to give it to them real, go- real good and real hard. Um, yeah, I'm stressed. I'm tweaking. The biggest game in as long as I can remember. So it's going to get a good second half. Go Raiders. Go Dundrew. <laughs> <laughs> go Dundrew. 
And there was a point of overtime that um, I think Mike Williams could have scored. Like, it looked like he was just dead. Like, the Chargers could have won on a pass in overtime. And Are you talking I, about that play where he ran to the sideline? Yeah. Yeah. And I was when I saw him running, I was like, if he scores here, Tyler is going to kill himself. <laughs> because this is going to be over in one fucking play. And Herbert's just God. All right. Matt Wilson. Never heard that name before. Yeah, I think there's some, some new callers in this Good. week. Love that. Give them to me. Hi, my name's uh, Matt Wilson. I've been listening to you for a while. I'm a diehard Packer fan, and I just want to say you're welcome. We let the Lions beat us so the Jaguars could still have the first round pick. Oh, thanks. All right. That's it. Yeah, another <laughs> thing that I even touched on, like how good that game was. Yeah, that was one another thing that just went everything perfect for us. Yeah, is that the, the Lions beat the Packers. So we didn't drop in the draft Yeah, stand. so we not only beat the Colts, knocked them out of the playoffs. So that's a win. Knock them out of the playoffs, win. Clown game goes viral, win. Still keep number one pick, win. Headache, loss. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just a fucking Sunday was just amazing. Best game that I've been at. At home, besides Bills. Uh, even away, like. I haven't been to any away. That's wins. why I said just yeah. home. <laughs> best game I've I've seen. Best game day since I guess when we beat the Titans at in that oh, night game. Oh yeah, twenty nineteen in twenty nineteen. Man, good times. This the energy we had was different. Now we're two years older. Did you see the stadium though? When we're when we're kicking ass is unmatched. I know it's unmatched. Like we. Like, I've been to some away stadiums, and when they're beating our ass, fans do not talk as much shit as Jags fans do to the away teams, bro. We are assholes. <laughs> it's, it's bad, but good. But no one's no one's ever coming to our games to, to see that because they're always winning. Yeah. You know? Like, if you guys start losing to us in our stadium, we are going to be known as the most annoying fan base because we are some fucking assholes. Yeah. In that stadium, bruh. Dicks. Straight dicks. Straight dicks. <laughs> All right, Tyler, what'd you have to what'd, what'd you have to say next? I don't know if this is post game or like post regulation before overtime. Let's see what he has to say. What's up, boys? It's the grill master. Um try not to make this too long. Uh but you know me, I probably will. Um man. I was real emotional after that. Um, Post game It's been a long time coming That was the second time in the last 20 years I've seen my team go to the playoffs And the first time we didn't have our fucking starting quarterback <laughs> So we were dead in the water to begin with um, Man, it feels even better doing that to the fucking Chargers Fuck them okay. um, Yeah, never wanted to tie Whoever said, oh you guys should have tied It would have been cool for NFL history Fuck y'all Um if you're playing your division rival, your most hated rival, in a play, in a game to go into the playoffs, you don't want to see them. You don't want to have them go to the playoffs. You want to fucking eliminate their bitch asses. <laughs> so, Chargers more hated than yeah. the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Raiders. Love you. Well, I hate every team except for Tyler's Raiders because I just love Tyler. Yeah. But Chiefs, like Chargers, um, Broncos, it's like we play at Arrowhead next season down we we gotta go just to see 
just to get some same uh was it barbecue from apparently they have great barbecue in Missouri. I think it's Kansas City only, right? Or is it Missouri the state? Maybe it just They are they compete with Memphis for best barbecue, I believe. Them St. Louis, those three. Oh yeah. St. Louis is in Missouri. Guess it is Missouri. Um Tyler left another one. All right, one more thing. Um, before the season started, we took bets. We wrote it down on that oh, whiteboard no. in the old apartment. My bet with what well, I met with my bet with Eric was I bet him that the Raiders would have more wins than the Jacks, ten to three. <laughs> uh, and after that, he said he bet a hundred dollars with me and for whoever else. But he said fifty dollars a person. So we're waiting on that fifty, Eric um, and Andy. I bet you that the Raiders would make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> you said there's no fucking chance it's happening. And you bet me $20. Oh, okay. Thank God. It's time. To <laughs> <pay>. <laughs> Why are you in our bag? <laughs> Bro, you dipping into all of our funds this month. Damn. Oh, I, well. I remember this shit. Damn. I also got another bet with somebody that listens. I said Panthers would have a better record than the Falcons. Thanks. You were on your same. It was Darnold. looking good. Yeah. For three I'll, weeks. I'll cut out where he says you had a bet with him and someone else so that someone else doesn't remember. <laughs> I don't even think that person listens. I put that shit on Twitter. Ooh, yeah, that's funny. I when he, I was so nervous about how much Why was, was why were we on our Jags high horse? I don't know. I said I said ten wins. I said we gonna have a way better record than the Raiders, boy. Y'all not making shit. Here they are. And I said Ravens Raiders, no way they make the playoffs. I said no fucking chance. Damn, that's another stipulation that they didn't even take account. God. He would remember that shit. <sighs> of course. He's a Dun and Drew fucking loyalist. Give me your Venmo, Tyler. Here's the uh, next one. We love this guy. Who? It's weird. It's not playing. All right. Well. Who was it? It was Brian. Mm. But he what did leave. Mentioned. Brian Olson. He did leave another one, though. So hopefully those play. All right. Ryan Scout. Scala. Ska. Ryan Ska. He has an NBA All-Star rant. Uh, this will uh, take us somewhere where we're um, not familiar. What up? It's Ryan calling in from San Angelo, Texas. And I would like to complain about something. And that is the All-Star voting for NBA and how it's Popularity always contest. big market teams that always just send their shittiest players. Like, for example, Westbrook, he's getting a lot of votes and all just because he's in L.A., but yet DeJounte Murray, who's actually having a really good season, mm-hmm. is not anywhere on the list because he's in San Antonio. Like, just get rid of fan voting. Because, like, it pisses me off, honestly. Like, DeJounte Murray would probably be an all-star if the fans weren't voting. They would. I'm being 100% honest here, being very biased, but honest. Thanks, guys. Have a good podcast. I would take away fan voting in Pro Bowl for the NFL. They do some stupid shit saying, today, all your Pro Bowl votes count double. twice as much. Yeah. Double the vote. What the fuck? That's so, it's such a scam. Pro Bowl is such a popularity contest. Leave the voting to, I say, every team. Say the players. Mm, 
they'll just play. They'll just vote for their boys and then the players that they play that year. Well, here's it, my it's proposition. W- it's way better than the fans, right? I agree because they're playing against everybody, so they know who's nice, right? I if you were to give me between the fan, the fans or the players, I'm picking the players. I say you do the player a combination of the players and you pick like three local writers from every team that cover the team to pick their if there are any players they think deserve an all-star vote. So that's how I would do it. But you have to make it so that you're not able to choose players from your own city. No, I think the writers should say, um, I think these players deserve from this team because they know the team better than anyone deserves votes. There should be no bias in it. I think the writers, I think writers, yeah, they'll have a little bit of bias because it's, they cover the team, but um, I think they can be more, they're obviously more objective to the fans. Oh, yeah. Fan voting is fucking shit. Like Westbrook is having a, a, a shit year. The Lakers are having Bro, a shit he's year. He's so good. John Morant better be an all star. He's so good. He is fucking amazing. His jump, you saw the his jump the other day? Yeah. The block. What the fuck? Yeah. Grizzlies. We're watching NBA right now because there's nothing else on anymore. It's NBA year, finally. Um, the Grizzlies are on a nine-game winning streak, believe it or not. Healthy John Morant, that team is unstoppable right now, and they're playing pretty close with the Warriors, who have the best record in the NBA. And Grizzlies are hanging right in there with them. So it's going to be a fun NBA playoffs whenever the fuck we get there. I haven't heard about um, Williamson since he was Zion. Since he was drafted. Yeah, he's hurt. He's been hurt since he was drafted. Yeah. Big body boy. Why does he keep getting hurt? Well, he's big as fuck. He had to lose weight. What? And his his knees right now. I remember people saying that John Morant was a better pick after that first year. And I was like, no way. Just let give Zion a year, a healthy year. But no, like Jaw was definitely the best pick that year. So good. What is he point? He's a point guard. Damn. But he, he plays with so much energy and his speed is amazing. He's just a great. He's a great player. If you could pick any player f- to put on the Spurs right now, who would it be for the next ten years? Oh my god, ten years! Why are they wearing their masks under their chin? Just take it off. Ten years. I sound. Never mind. Come back to me next episode. You're not going to have an answer? <laughs> Ten years? Who am I picking right now? I'm trying to think of all the young boys right now. I basically just set you up to say Ja. Nah. Nah. Nah, Ja. How you going to say nah? Ja. Because we have DeJounte Murray. He's fucking good as fuck, too. Come on. Scott just told you about him. Boy, he's fucking double-doubling in the Where'd fuck you get Murray you. from? The Nuggets? No, we drafted him. Oh. Forgot where he went, though, because I'm fake. So he's your point? He's our point. So maybe. And he's, he's like, just coming into his. Oh, maybe LaMelo? LaMelo. I wouldn't pick a point guard. Oh, he's a point guard? Embiid. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. Okay. I want a big man. Spurs haven't had a big man since Duncan. Not Cat? No. (laughs) Wait. Fucking Giannis. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> he just won the finals. Oh yeah, That's, yo, yo, we haven't watched shit. Yeah. I don't even know y'all. I don't even know Giannis is in the league, bitch. <laughs> We're rusty as uh, fuck. They didn't even say Giannis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a little. He's young. <laughs> I mean, Embiid's not a bad pick though. But yeah, he, he'd but be getting hurt, Giannis. But you know. All right, here we go. Jake Deagle. What's up, daddies? This is Deagle calling back in from Toledo. Since I last called in, Ohio State gotten some good recruits, including Cardell Jones, who's going to be what? assistant GM to their NIL program to start really throwing around some money there. He's going to college. So, uh, heads up, that's pretty oh, nice. That's Alabama guy. What's not nice is no, the no, it's not. It's Deagle. It's Deagle. limping in to the fraud bowl that is the wrap up to the wild card weekend against the Rams. They opened up as four and a half point dogs. I like the points. It's going to come down to who wants to shit down their leg when it matters most, but okay. that's pretty much a toss up. I got a hypothetical for you. I don't know if you've seen the video of spiritual leader Joel Osteen just getting called a piece of shit right in his face. No. So if you had the stones to go up to somebody with a camera and just call a piece of shit, who would it be? For Trent me, it'd be Jackson Mahomes, because that just seems like a layup. Jackson Mahomes. Anyway, layup. <laughs> any well. Any- <laughs> this is a guy that said any well. Yeah. Like a bunch of times. He just well. himself. Peace. He said anyway. I mean, any, any well. You're a piece of shit. Who could I say that? To? I want to say the Trent Balky. That's not fair. I haven't met the guy. Well, I haven't met. Uh, who would I say? You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of fucking shit, you pussy bitch. Uh, let's not get political. No, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't even. Because I want to get political, but I'm not going to. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, you're a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> you just have to say it out loud to me. Yeah, like, Who the I, fuck would I Because I got to envision it. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. I mean, I, I maybe the Diego <laughs> Hog Squad gonna eat that one up. Um, Gooch clipping that right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, the school shooter. Um, Jesus Christ. in South Florida. Oh, that'll tell him. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he don't give a fuck. Oh uh, man, there are some there are some people that I'm like, bro, I want to call him a fucking piece of shit so bad. Like, fuck you, fuck you. Is it sport? Does that have to be sports related? Let's keep it sports. Yeah, I guess so. You're a piece of shit, bro. Mine would probably be the FAU president. <laughs> <laughs> that banned you. Uh, let me let me live, let me live, prayers. Dang, he could dolly just do it. Fuck. But you know damn well if I'm ever a millionaire, they hit in my mail, they fucking donate. I'll be like, you fucking piece of shit. I will not be an FAU donor. Sorry. Man, this is tough. I might have to get back to you. You piece of shit. We'll send you mail. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. probably Jalen Ramsey. Okay. No, that's tough. Even though I think he's fake as fuck. With um, his God talk? Yeah. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Glory to God. He has like, yeah, he's like cheated on his, 
I don't know. I don't want to say that because I don't know exactly if that's true. But it's getting personal. You probably have a laundry list. You just can't pick one. Yeah, I, I no. I listening back to this, I'm gonna be like, pick this guy, you fucking idiot. You. I'm gonna call myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna call myself a piece Yourself. of shit. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Deagle. No, I'm trying to think. Piece of shit. Piece of You're shit. really thinking hard about this shit. All right, next one. I'll think about it. Good morning, Dun and Drew. This is John Michael. Uh, I had fun in the circus, but as these days go on without firing Trent Balky, I feel like the positivity is be out of me further than it already has been. I am fully expecting the worst and expecting Bill O'Brien to be the head coach and Trent Balky still being the general manager next season. I'm down extra bad to decide to just place waste twenty dollars for the Steelers to win the Super Bowl just based on shit post alone. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Hopefully y'all just make better decisions than I do. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Sounds like he just rolled out of bed and gave <laughs> us a call. <laughs> Sound like that and that he took a shot before. Uh, John got his got a haircut at the at the tailgate. <laughs> he did. Nice little fade. By a uh, mobile barber pulled up at our tailgate. Walt. That was funny. Oh, I love when this guy calls. Porter Thackeray. Very interesting last name. Going to freeze my ass. What up, Donna Drew? Uh, My name is Porter from Utah. Obviously, it's the first time I've called in. But I've been rocking with you guys since uh, I was like 16, 17 when you guys started. Now I'm 20. Don't don't do it now. Still loving the podcast. Only 20. Love what Uh, you guys do. But that's all, Quick that's shout out to the Jaguars right. for letting the Steelers sneak into the playoffs. Sneak. I finally get to go watch Ben Roethlisberger play for the first time in freezing ass Kansas City weather. I get to stand there in 30 degree KC weather and watch the Chiefs rail the Steelers mm-hmm. just so I can watch Ben play. So Last game should be fun. Of his career. Um, love you guys. Appreciate what you do. Have a good podcast. That'll be a great game to go to because we're losing our decade legends. Even though we have, we've got Philip Rivers gone, Eli Manning gone, Roethlisberger gone, Peyton Manning gone, Tom Brady's still here. Yep. So <laughs> league leading in passing yards. <laughs> Brady Rogers still here, but you know we've got. How a- did Brady got drafted like three years ahead of Phil- Rivers, <laughs> Roethlisberger, Manning? He's leading the league in passing yards. Leading the league. What the fuck? Crazy. I don't drop fuck very often. Yeah, but like he's leading by like 200 plus yards too. It's crazy. Um, like he's in the 5K. He's at like 5,100. It's insane. Extra game though, but still. Um, so this guy's going to Arrowhead. He's going to Arrowhead. He's going to be outnumbered for sure. Oh, yeah. There's going to be so many red. So gonna much a, red. Gonna be a sea of red. Don't wear yellow. I mean, you might fit in. No, he'll he'll wear yellow and he'll bring his towel. Won't you, Porter? <laughs> Better. But yeah, send them off. Send us some snaps or videos after the game's over. All right. Next from late night. Hey, Dun and Drew. This is longtime listener Roman Sin is all coming live from Miami, Florida, downtown oh, Big Heat Arena. Let's Roman. go. Anyways, just wanted to say that I really 
appreciate the work you guys do uh, with the skits. I noticed that Drew got involved last time with the Joker, <laughs> absolutely sold his role. I know typically Dunn is the one who's trying to be an anchor as an actor, uh, but I think the community would really benefit from seeing you. We see the skills. Um, would love to see more. <laughs> Thank hey, you, Roman. Hey, everybody at the tailgate was telling your ass that Bro, you killed the Joker role. My head was so big after that tailgate. Everyone was telling me how good of a performance I did and how I got to get into acting. Well, you're in it. No barriers to entry with the internet. Yeah, just like I, we need more skits. Yeah, I mean, not to brag, I wrote, directed, and acted in that scene. So if I were to put anything on my resume, it's that video. I was joking with people saying that I'm entering it in the local film festival. <laughs> you tell people that local film festival this year, <laughs> minute thirty. Um, it's a short. Yeah, I feel like like growing up, Loki. <clears throat> I have the awareness and like Jesus. I could, I could, I could have been an actor. I feel like uh, I just got to once I. So when we were recording that skit, uh, it what does it have? It has thousands of views. Fifty one on Twitter. Twitter. When we were recording it, I was, I was like, I knew what was going to happen. I was going, I was, I wrote this, I wrote the script, and I was like, you know what? When we start. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel weird and awkward and I'm not gonna put my all into it. But as we record or as we're like setting up, I was like, you know what? Just fucking do it. Because it's gonna feel weird now, it's gonna be awkward. But once you edit it and put sound on it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fire. So I sucked it up. How do you not know that by now? I went my all all the skits we've done on <laughs> I put my all into it. I didn't laugh. I didn't think it was a joke. I did my full impression as best as I could of Joker. And it was pretty fire. And I look forward to doing more. Just got to come up with the ideas. What's next? Yeah, they're few and far between. What's that mean? means I don't come up with many ideas often anymore. <laughs> like when I do it, though, when I do come up with something, I shoot the shit right away. Yeah, can you wait for me? <laughs> like I could have been the... Slave master when you're doing the- He could have been, but like I said, I don't like to wait. Because I'll forget. Or I'll just <laughs> say fuck it if I wait. Yeah, we got to do more skits. That's how it was on Vine. But this one was this one was like low-hanging fruit. Because of the clown, Joker. Yeah. Like this was perfect. <clears throat> right up my alley. And the, the writing was great. Thank you. Yeah. Why Trent Balky? See that that line was better than saying why so serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John H. tried to put her in her input. Shut up. I was. Uh, they record. I was the big. Kidding. Love you. You ain't making this far. Looks like. <laughs> <laughs> looks like we got a call by from us, Cajun JC. He's back. Oh, why do we call him Cajun? Because he's from New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> Cajun. Because we have another JC in the Discord. This is Cajun JC. His name's Jaden Cassiano. Cassini Cassiano. Jesus, cute ass name. Uh, oh, why you sure not on? <laughs> CJC here. I'm here, you know, after the Saints get eliminated from the playoffs. Ain't nobody wanted to see them in the playoffs. Niners beat the Rams again this year. Therefore, eliminating us and taking the playoff spot that we definitely deserve way more. How? You no. Know, we we had the 
most roller coaster ass season. No, I've ever seen. No, oh okay. Raiders uh, it's just disappointing. Uh, I'm all in on rust now. Rust to New Orleans. <laughs> but for right now, fuck it. Joey Burr, Joey Burrow, baby. Him to Jamar. Him to Jamar. They bring home a chip. I'm buying a fucking jersey. That's all I got for y'all. I guess that's Bye. an easy transition. You're a Saints fan. Just for the LSU players. Yeah. That are on the same team together that yeah. won a championship there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, nobody, nobody wanted to see New Orleans in the playoffs. It so. does nothing for me. Taysom Hill and Give me the Niners. Kamara, no thanks. Niners, Niners, Cowboys, are you kidding me? Niners is Run it back such, from the 90s. Niners is such a better team to watch than the Saints in the playoffs. When the Niners were down 17-0 to the Rams, I was like, come the fuck on. Come on. I want to see Debo. I want to see Kittle. I want to see that run game. I want to see Garoppolo back. It's so crazy how we went after the Niners drafted Lance and the talk around Garoppolo was, oh, they want to get him out as soon as possible. They're only in the playoffs because of Garoppolo. Lance playing the whole season, like if they traded Garoppolo, or benched him for Lance the whole season, like there were like rumors around after the draft, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be in the same spot. And all Garoppolo has to do is play good for the 49ers to win. He doesn't need great games. He just has to play good, and they'll fucking win a game because they have so much offensive talent. So I'm excited to see them against the fucking Cowboys. But we'll get into picks later. Super wild card weekend. We about to be horny on Saturday, Sunday, but mm, and so Monday. So good. All right, Charlie, what you got? This is Hello, a- it's Charlie from Jacksonville, Jacks Florida. Fan. I'm a big ass Jags fan. Big. I think it's safe to say that if we get a fucking Bill O'Brien on this fucking team, I want you to shoot me between the eyes, buddy. You have a good vibe. Hmm? That was quick, quick and easy. Yeah. Yeah, us too. Who's gonna shoot us if we shoot you? I guess we could do same time, like Romeo and Juliet. Like the office scene? You don't know that. Yeah. One of us forgets to pull the trigger. <laughs> That'd be me. Yikes. Is your blood all over me? I'd have to just kill myself. I can't go out like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we touched on Bill O'Brien. That'd be a disaster. Absolute disaster. But it seems like it's leaning that way, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, please bring it. Bring it on. No. We've seen it all. Don't bring it. <laughs> oh, don't bring it. Who do you want? Don't bring it. I want, I want Flores. I want. You want Flores? I want. Why, why has Caldwell's name not been thrown out yet? It has, but that was like two weeks ago. But we're like, on to the next one. <laughs> but like for other teams, nobody wants. Yeah, it. Yeah, it feels like it's just us. That's that's. Did we even? I think we interviewed Caldwell. Yeah, yeah we did. We're like the only one. It feels like we're we're the one team only interviewing people. Because I think like we once. need like more than any other team. We need stability. We need a clear head, like yeah. a respected man, like complete 180 from Urban Meyer. But who, the the people that we mentioned earlier that are potential candidates for other teams, we're not even giving interviews to. <laughs> so if I had to choose. I'd Nor are other teams interviewing the people. People, we're yeah. Like no one's interviewing Bill O'Brien. <laughs> no one's calling that man. <laughs> like, fuck us. Who's calling Daryl Bevel? <laughs> Nobody. 
Hey, Daryl, we saw what you did with the Jags. We'd love for you to come coach the Bears. We saw you put up the worst statistical season for the Jaguars history. Would you like to come on our on our team? Coach our boys. So, yeah, we've interviewed Leftwich. I don't really want him. We've interviewed. What? I just think it'd be cool. It'd be cool, but like. If it worked, it would be top-notch, orgasmic, cool. But he, I don't think he's going to come coach under Balky. Balky's our. Oh, well, I'm assuming, oh, man, it sucks that he's not fired now because we could be looking for GMs like all the other teams are looking for GMs right now. There's no fucking way that Khan goes into the season with, I just can't, there's no way, there's no fucking way. He's got plenty of time. Wonder what what he's doing right now. Who, Balky? <laughs> no, Shad. What are you doing, Shad? Should be firing Balky. Yeah, what is he like? Is he really interviewing all these players, all these coaches? I don't. Who's telling him what coaches to interview? Is he just following Twitter? I don't know. And it's like we we're not gonna have much time with Trevor, bro. So he needs to. Yeah, we got like 19 years left. I don't have time to wait another four years for a prospect like Lawrence to come out of the draft. I ain't going to be around for that. (laughs) I'm going to be dead. (laughs) Uh, All right. Love this guy. He's, uh, yeah. All right. I guess I'm here to answer the questions that you sent. Did my team make the playoffs? No. Is my team trash? Well, we are picking number third overall, so you can answer that for yourselves. Mm. Oh. Texans have let me down a lot this year, but towards the end, they give me a little bit of hope for next year. I guess that's really all I can ask for. They don't even know if they're going to stick with Coley or not. Personally, I like him because he has a locker room behind him. Do you think but they just hire him? forward to next year. I like him. Trading Watson, getting draft capital, rebuilding the draft, or re- rebuilding our team. But end this with a would you rather. Of course. Would you rather lose all of the money that you have made in the last year or Respect. would you rather lose all the memories that you've made this last year? Ooh, Give you all a little thinker. Fuck. Love you guys. <laughs> Can't wait to listen back. Peace. Take my money. Damn, Hunter. Because if he takes my money, that means it's just whatever's left in my bank from the past year. The memories, I'd rather keep those because I'll keep making money. Take my money. I can make some right now and be able to pay rent, and that's all I need. That's the basics. Yeah, you go in there and jack your stick. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't have OnlyFans. You got your job, though. Oh, man, this past year has been so fucking good. What we, we, ha- we haven't even finished our year yet. We moved in in April. I mean, that's okay. fair. I'm talking uh, calendar year. I know. But I mean, our year. Because, like, in January, February, March, I was like. This past year, I well, I went through a breakup. That, I can forget. That was tough. That was, like, worst thing ever. <laughs> um, then we moved here. Awesome. Ve- uh, it's Vegas. Where did we go for the draft? Cleveland. Went to Cleveland. So much fun. Top weekend, top five weekend of my life. So much fun. Damn, if I didn't have that memory. But what am I doing with the memory? What am I doing with it? The memory. You said you already spent the money you made, though. So wouldn't you rather just keep the... 
memory. But I sold a house this past year. So that... I still have some left. That, like, I don't want to lose. <laughs> I don't want to lose that. But what what am I doing with the memory? Like, yeah, Cleveland was fun. Can I just ask you, hey, Eric, how... F- Tell me what we did. All we have is memories. Can't, I can just ask you. Like when, when you're ever alone oh, by yourself. Yes. Everyone I, you've I had I a memory. I look back on the retreat that we did in, in Arizona. Yep. You I look lose back, that. I look back on the draft in Cleveland. You lose that. But what am I, if I lose it, so? what? What's I can go back and listen to the pod. That'd be a memory, though. The pod's a memory. I can listen to it, though, after I lose my memory. You're not going to go back and listen to it. I will if I lose my memory. No, you won't. Because you won't have any recollection of the retreat. I'll wake up in this house and you'll tell me. How will I tell you? What if I'm gone? You're not gone. If I tell you the memory, you're not going to know what the fuck's going on because you've lost the memory. So you're going to be like, oh, that happened? Yeah. It's going to be like you have Alzheimer's. Right. But but I'll know that I did this challenge. It's not the same of me telling you versus you experiencing the memory. Right. And I, and I know that. And I know that. So I'm taking that with me and I'm saying. You'll ask me and yeah. that's your memory. And, I, and I'm saying. Snooze. All right. Fine. I'm okay with not having the literal memories of actually participating in these things. I'll have to settle for the podcast and what Eric tells me. Knowing that I keep my money. That's fine. Keep your money. Because if I don't. I need then we you. have no one. No, I need you. <laughs> and we have no, 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 no. I need you to keep we'll the memory. That's what I'm saying. If we don't keep the memories, we But are. I can still listen to the pod. We keep everything on the pod. Okay. It's not the same. It's, as, of as course as, it's not the same. The videos we take in the vlogs. Yeah, the, oh, the, yeah, sorry. The, vi- the videos. Are going to be better than the pod. Of course. <laughs> I have the videos in the pod. Yes, I don't remember the experiences, but at least I'm like the viewer. You'll be the, you'll be the viewer that has no idea what's going on, but you'll be like, "Wow, yes, I was, exactly." I was doing that exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. That is tough though, because like money comes and goes, mostly goes, mostly goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that shit goes so much, yeah, so fast. It's I bought a fucking switch. Why did I do that? <laughs> How? Why is why is income so infrequent, and then expenses are just multiple times a day yeah and incomes like once a month yeah wild wild society um these voicemails have been going on some tangents yeah let's let's (laughs) let's see what david trudeau has to say Ooh, canada what's up guys it's uh dj from connecticut long time listener first time caller here listener um mostly just calling about being a saints fan because every year it's a fucking disappointment Kind of like being a Jaguars fan. Um, yeah, at least this year we don't have to go to the playoffs and win the first round and then get humiliated further on. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, hope you guys take this call, a voicemail, whatever the fuck you want to call this <laughs> this shit. And, uh, Jesus. Fucking come on my chest. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? He's coked out. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I never heard a uh, n- uh, Northeasterner. Uh, accent go along with a Saints fan. Couldn't tell if that was real or he was embellishing or... Like, have you ever heard a Saints fan with a fucking Northeastern accent? Never. Never. That's new. Uh, Yeah, uh, thank you. I will come on your chest. Fuck the Saints. 
Tell me when and where. Abe Zoe, what you got? Yo, what's up, Dun Drew? You know so, he's gonna say um, some shit about the boys. The Cowboys play the 49ers nope. <laughs> this week, and I think that the Cowboys will win. But I'm kind of scared of George Kittle and uh, Debo Samuel. Should. I don't know um, who will guard them or who can guard them. But I trust Dak. I trust I trust Mike McCarthy, even though it's hard to um, trust him. And um, yeah, I hope Zeke runs for like a hundred yards and has a touchdown or two. Tony Pollard. Honest. But yeah, um, I hope the Cowboys win. I hope they win the Super Bowl. Um, I hope they yeah. get to the Super Bowl. Um, and Chill yeah, I can die happy. Die happy. Uh, he left two 38 second voicemails, so I think this might be the same one. Yo, what's up, Dun Drew? So, um, yeah. All right. So then you left a six second one. Yeah, it's Zoe again from New York. Um, I just have one thing to say. Hamburguesa. How does he know about that? Vlog. Okay. Hey. Memories. Yeah, there's those memories. Yes, exactly. See? You got that from here. watching the vlog. That's why I'm here. Hamburguesa. Hamburguesa. That's Whataburger. It's Whataburger in Spanish. That's a jinx. Second of the <laughs> night. Uh, you know how I feel about Whataburger, though. Yeah. How? Thank you. All right, uh, Joe Webster, what do you think he's talking about? Chargers, getting eliminated. Yo, Dunn, yo Drew, it's Flamingo Ad Boy. <laughs> Speak. Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> Fuck them. Okay. Fuck them. Oh. Yeah, that's it. I, I ain't got nothing else to say. Fuck the Raiders. That's that's literally it. Fuck the Raiders. I hope they get beat by $11 billion. Eleven D billion. Why does six grade? Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god though. Flamingo. You got fucking Joe Burrow, the most talented quarterback in the whole Herbert? (laughs) Yikes. This tequila hit in the right spot. Boy, you just saying all these young QB talents we got. No, no harm Uh, (laughs) there. You got Justin Herbert, the most talented quarterback in the league, though. So good. You do, but you got that Chargers branding. Yeah. So, you know, there's like a black cloud hanging over that organization. Because how you got Justin Herbert. But the Raiders. You, but you can't, you can't get past this hump that you guys were supposed to get over. Because Andy predicted them to win the division. Which should come sooner than later. You'd think. But not with Brandon Staley. I would have fired him after the game. Mm. Yeah, that's fireball offense. Two of them in that game. You're fired. Uh, Flamingo boy, I miss you. So funny how he got his name. I know. Because <laughs> we're talking to, to, uh, uh, oh, that was also this year, episode yeah. 200. Fuck. He was just, he was sitting in the other side of the restaurant because we were in our own section. He was sitting in the other side of the restaurant. He said he was going to pull up. I don't even remember if he was a listener previously or he just... I don't... I have no idea. Just, or if he just saw that we were going to be there. No idea. I think from, he was a listener. From there's, like a retweet or something. There's no way he would have joined the Discord <laughs> that quickly. So, we're, yeah, we're talking to Ugly Ad Boy, who had his name already. And then Flamingo, <laughs> some guy in a Flamingo shirt in the back of the yeah. bar was like trying to chime in. We're like, oh, that's Flamingo Ad Boy. <laughs> yeah, we, we were fucked up. Because Ugly Ad Boy was already there and said, oh, that Flamingo Ad Boy. <laughs> It's all in the 200th episode if you go watch. Uh, damn, we got some calls. We should go run Holy back shit. That. We got to run through these calls quick. We should watch it's the 200th o'clock. episode. 
Okay, Yo, what's up? It's Brian from New Jersey. Don't know if you guys know this, but Bill O'Brien is somehow the leading candidate for the Jags right now at oh, a we plus know. 150. And Daryl Bevel coming in at second at a plus 300. Literally makes absolutely no sense. I literally think Shad Khan is doing it on purpose mm. so that he just does everything opposite of what the fans are saying at this point. I don't know any other team that's even requested an interview for Bill O'Brien. <laughs> don't know how that guy could even possibly get a job Bro. after the job he, he did in Houston. Right. But I swear if one of those guys <laughs> gets fucking hired for the Jags, like, literally makes no sense. But it's the Jags for you. Gotta love them. See you guys. No other team wants Bill O'Brien. Like, no. Everyone's laughing at us for interviewing like just that we're interviewing Bill O'Brien. This is this is why we did our segments before the voicemails because they talking about what we did. <sighs> I can't fucking believe it. But yes, Brian, we know this. But I yeah, but I'm hoping that if that does happen, that fans don't show up. That's tough. We have to make a statement. I mean, what are we gonna carry that into September? Yep. Fuck it. I don't see that happening. I don't either. But we're gonna be mediocre forever. I don't want to take it out on Trevor. You're not. I love He's still him. getting paid. Yeah, it's more than money. It's more than money for him, too. Uh, this is probably going to be about... Yeah, he wants to win. Alabama. Drew, what's up? It's Diesel. I'm driving back up, to Indy currently. Um, that was a tough, tough game, but I overall, I still think it was worth going for the trip. That was my first natty. And, of course, the one I go to, the one we lose, which is the third loss in Natty loss in Nick Saban's career. But I had a good time. Indy was phenomenal. Great bar scene. Very cold. The Lucas Oil was so nice. I really enjoyed that stadium. It was awesome. I had great seats. The, everything besides the outcome of the game was great. Um, Bryce Young played fine. Oh my God. Um, he'll be back next year probably go for another Heisman we'll see but I'm really proud of this team we had a lot of injuries but I'm not going to pull that card we'll be back next year roll tide and have a good podcast I love you boys peace yeah you'll be back every year so I got the sense that Bama fans considering the injuries they didn't really I mean they didn't really care they know they'll be back next year so yeah I'm not a Sad for you. I'm just happy you had a good time at the game, but you'll be back. You've been back, and yeah, go you're dogs back every single year. You will be back. So, <laughs> so even if you lose, like what's this? You'll be back. There's no disappointment at all. So, I mean, the disappointment, but like you know, you know what I mean. Uh, close game week. Oh no, sorry, I thought that said 118. This shit's over. Yeah, Grizzlies have just beaten the Warriors 116 to 108. Tenth straight win. That's awesome. John Morant clutched it. Give me some other players on the Grizzlies. Who Kyle Anderson. Okay, on the next call. Yep, that's all I got. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, what's he got to say? This is four hours ago. Yeah, he, he gave us like three more today. Must be hype. What's up, boys? I think this is voice message number four. Um, <laughs> I want to say that... If you're not leaving voice messages, you're fake. Um, especially if something happened with one of your teams this weekend. Um, but yeah, 
Thanks, bye. Okay. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, back to Diesel. What's up, Don and Drew? It's Diesel. I'm driving back from Indy. I'm just passing through Nashville, so I got three more hours. But overall, the Indy trip was great. Besides the outcome of the game, we get there in Indy. It's freaking freezing. I think he forgot he left a message already. So, yeah. uh, Austin Lloyd. Hey, Lloyd. Hello, this is Austin Lloyd. <laughs> Why he proper? From up in Illinois. Some of you may know me as the third co-host from Don Drew and Lloyd. I'm calling to talk about my Eagles. There's been a lot of pessimism regarding my Eagles all year, especially from my two fellow co-hosts, Don and Drew. But I saw the vision. I ran the simulation. I saw this coming all along. And I feel very confident about marching into Tampa on Sunday. I'm not scared of Brady. We lost by six of them early in the year. We, uh, he was fully weaponized. And Hurts is a leader of men. Sirianni's going to run the ball down the throat. Final prediction score, 31-24 birds. And y'all enjoy. Did you say 31-24 birds? He thinks Eagles are going to beat the Bucks. He thinks the Bucks are sliding for some reason, but they're getting wiped. Another prize picks lost. I need Clay to hit one more three to win 150. Mm. He got two. To hit $150? Yeah. Oh, man. Like I hit three other NBA players, but Clay needed one more three-pointer, three but he didn't get it. All right, I'm going to roll through these voicemails because... We got a lot. Yo, Dunn, yo, Drew, Flamingo Ad Boy. I absolutely hate that I have to watch the fucking Steelers and the fucking Raiders in the damn playoffs. This is some bu- some bullshit. <laughs> absolutely hate it. The Steelers don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Neither do the Raiders. The Raiders started like ass. But we also lost the fucking Texans, which Hunter won't let me live down. It's cool. It's fine. We'll be back next year, 10-7, and 7, AFC Championship. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> Bet. All right. Tyler McWilliams again. Yeah, I'm back yet. Um, <laughs> I want to know. You guys probably will talk about this, but I want to know what your guys' predictions are going to be for this week. Um, if you have any upsets for the playoffs. Um, as far as the games, I kind of see them as the higher seed winning. The only game I could see an upset is Patriots over Bills, but I don't really think that's going to be an upset. Nope. Um, just because I mean they're pretty they're pretty even. Um, NFC could see the Niners beating the Cowboys. Um, I think the two seven matchup in both uh, conferences are going to be a fucking murder. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Next, we got Julian. Tyler got me dead. I have a would you rather question. Would you rather have to sniff a dog's ass this is JC. once a yeah. week or eat a once bowl a of dog food once a week? Sniff? All we got to do is sniff. And also, the pot better be long. Uh, I'll sniff the dog's ass. That's yep. nothing. 
I'll sniff a dog's ass as well. There's nothing about the, to eating dog food. Dog food once a week. Cat I, food, I might. That smells like chicken. I don't think it smells like chicken. Uh, next one, Tyler McWilliams back again. <laughs> this is eighth voicemail. Another thing. Um, what is going to be your guys' reaction if you don't fire Balky? Um, like going into next season, depending on like the moves you make and the coaches you hire, um, is the clown movement staying if he doesn't get fired? Or is it just go back to normal beginning next season? Let me know. I think it depends on if they if they hire something like if they get like a executive vice president of football operations, like a Jim Caldwell type to oversee and kind of like minimize Balky's role in the organization, I can see myself buying in. But if he's just this the GM, I can see the clown movement lasting for a minute. But the issue is what events can we can we do the clown movement at? Next one probably won't be till like I don't know, the first preseason game. But are or people gonna draft. be are people yeah, people gonna be as enthusiastic by then? Probably not. It's probably just gonna go down the wayside. I don't know. Yeah. I'm already not getting season tickets. I'm just gonna buy um nosebleeds next year. Yeah, season ticket guys are going to be calling our phones any minute. I can't wait to tell them no. And I'll be like, yeah, no. Uh, speaking of Trent Balky, here's a Trent Balky rant by Jesus. Yo, it's Jesus from Jacksonville. And I wanted to talk about Trent Balky because you guys know he's a problem, not a good one. And I want to say that if he hires Bill O'Brien or Daryl Bevel, can you imagine? He's not going to get fired until we lose next season. The only way we can get him out is if we literally do, like, the clown movement. But instead with clowns, we don't buy tickets Shotguns? or season tickets. Oh. And nobody shows up to the games, which, in my opinion, I feel like that would work a lot better because that affects Shad's pockets. And then if it does, that's what wakes him up. And, like, what's funny is this, this club... Uh, the Jaguars, they're literally similar to Manchester United of soccer. Their club is run by people who don't know the sport, and they'll spend all the money. But I just want to know y'all's opinion opinions on how long he's going to stay and when they'll fire him. Peace. Yeah, we've, we've, we've been touching on that. Um, yeah, Shaq Khan doesn't know football. His son, Tony Khan, does, but he's too busy with Fulham, his football club, and AEW, saving wrestling for me. Yeah. Would Jags. I rather him save the Jags yeah. than wrestling? Yes. Even though he has done wonders for my wrestling fandom, I wish he had saved the Jags and take over the team. But that ain't happening. Yeah, it looks like Jags are on the bottom of the totem pole and give a fuck about list. But I think Balky's here to stay, unfortunately, because nothing so far this brief offseason has shown me that. We're going to do an emergency episode if he gets fired. I think. Yeah. We'll get on Zoom right away. Zoom. It'd probably be middle of the night. Shotgun likes to do that shit. 1 a.m. tonight. Walkie has been tonight, released. Tonight, please. We'll be awake. All right. One one last thing. I, I promise. Uh, maybe. Oh, you hate him. <laughs> um, I, I just want to shout out my brother, uh, Trevor, who Aww. 
Aww. is a loyal listener. He hasn't called in yet, but TJ. he's loyal. Trust me. Uh, right. I want to shout him out. And uh, Daniel, I don't. There, I know there's some other Raider fans that listen that have called before. Um, but we've been through this shit this year. Um, and I know I get negative, obviously. I get negative after every fucking game, uh, whether we win or lose. Um, but, yeah, I just want to say thank you to you guys sticking by. Um, even though I get annoying, even everybody else, you know, appreciate you listening to my bullshit all year. Uh, but hopefully time for a playoff run. I'm not going to get my hopes up too high, even though, let's be real, I am in Saturday. I'll probably kill myself if we don't win. But, yeah. <laughs> Love you all. Done and drew for life. Um, for life. <laughs> uh his brother they live together and he's a his brother's a huge dun drew fan has merch yeah we never hear from him never he doesn't go on the retreats even though his brother does it's so crazy he's in the shadows very sh- he, he's the, the silent one so crazy was that a send-off for the voicemails yes he's done with the voicemails <laughs> i think uh oaken wergen hello this game name before oaken wergen yeah <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where to start, man. I've never seen my team win a Super Bowl. Either Minnesota way. Vikings need to get some shit figured out. And just, they started with cleaning house, got rid of, you know, Zimmerman. Zimmerman. And the GM. But they need to figure shit out, and they need to figure shit out fast. They wasted Adrian Peterson's glory days, ran him into the ground. Now we have Kirk Cousins, you know. Great guy off the field, I'm sure. Not a big game guy. We have some of the... Oh. Justin Jefferson's it. a budding star, but he's going to waste years in Minnesota. Never win a Super Bowl. Minnesota, stop being ass, okay? Purple, because you choke all the time. You can't even get to the table to choke. <laughs> okay. You haven't been served to the table. Okay. Get to the damn Super Bowl and finish it, for fuck's sake. Can't even win it when it was in our fucking stadium. Can't even get to the stage. God damn, Minnesota. Get your shit together. I love this. I love that. That was fucking passionate. And how about Justin Jefferson? Like, there's trade rumors about him. Not very strong, but like, why? There are trade rumors, but like, he might. There's he has some issues there. Mm. Don't know too much more than that, but he does have some issues there. Mm. Love your passion, Oakenbergen. Hey, get it fixed, Vikings. Get it fixed before you lose, Oakenbergen. Doctor Seuss. Seuss. Done. Hello. What's good? It's Alex calling in. Voicemails were a bit short last week, so I figured I'd call in and add some time. Quite long. (laughs) Make McDub's life a little bit better. Shout out the Raiders for getting to the playoffs. Shout out Tommy and Brian and all the other Bulldog fans for winning the ship. Happy for you guys. But I figured I'd ask a couple questions. You guys have probably already talked about a couple of these topics. But one, how was the clown game uh this past weekend in jacksonville two who'd you guys take with the number one pick in the draft if you guys were the jaguars and three what are you guys' goals for the new year some resolutions eric i know you're trying to pay off those student loans travel andy i don't want to hear no get back in shape lose some fat because you say that all the time actions speak louder than the words sorry to come at your neck i want to see you make it happen though i'm getting cut off catch you guys later love you <laughs> i love alex uh well, you've heard our takes about the jags that's what we've been talking about all episode um what was the second thing oh picking the draft first i want tip <coughs> i'll take thibodeau i'll take thibodeau too 
put him opposite Josh Allen. That would yeah. be stupid. Yeah, I, I, I want him over Aiden and over Neil. Um, but Neil would probably be my second. Yeah, Neil would be my second because we need that offensive line that's going to protect Trevor for the rest of his career. Yeah, <laughs> he would be a cornerstone. Fuck, that makes me like Neil and Thibodeau might be a coin flip. Yeah. Either one, I'm happy, you know? Like, I'm not mad about either of those because um, they're both necessities. Aiden, just he just fell off the radar for me <laughs> quite quickly. But it was just because, like, he came about after that beating Ohio State, and then it's like, you know, but give me a Neil or KT. Resolutions for 2022. Student loans I, is not one of them anymore because Biden said, y'all niggas ain't got to pay till May. Um, Did he say that? We're chilling? Yeah, we're chilling until May. Um, but my provider actually just got switched over, and I had a balance due, which I didn't know about, because the mail went to my home address, not here. So I emailed them, and I'm waiting to get that cleared so they can fuck off. But um, other than that, it's mostly going to be about trying to save more money. Um, um, that's probably my main one is just save money. You already know I'm trying to travel, but – I'm taking it easy for the beginning of 2022 because that fall kicked my ass. Save money, uh, travel. Because um, like I don't, I don't like to do resolutions, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, just trying I, to live. Yeah, <laughs> I and I also I learned we, we interviewed some guy f- um, at work for our podcast at work, and he doesn't set resolutions. He sets quarterly resolute, like quarterly goals, and the things he puts in his quarterly goals, some, you know, he would put in his yearly goals, but because he puts them in his quarterly goals, it gets them done a lot sooner. So I might, I haven't done it yet, but I think I'm gonna set some quarterly goals. I think I'm gonna like actually write them down or print out pictures and actually put them like in my car on my, you know, that little flap that comes down, visor. Just so I look at somewhere where I look at it every single day, maybe on the fridge. Um, yeah, it's all about making money and traveling. Because like when I open Instagram or TikTok and I see guys that are shredded, or I watch AEW and I see like Hook or Sammy Guevara, I'm like, that's when I'm motivated. When I'm actually literally seeing them, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, let's get let's fucking starve myself mm. well, not starve myself but you know yeah, get into shape that's not what they're doing <laughs> get ripped but i only think that when i see these people so let me print out these pictures put them more places at my desk in my car on the fridge because that'll that triggers me a lot more often uh next one angelo been a minute angelo Hello guys, it's Angelo from Charlotte, North Carolina. This is my third time trying. I actually downloaded the app this time. Maybe it'll send. Uh, Anyway, here to talk about the Dolphins and the disappointment that they are to me. We had two great wins against the Patriots this year. Made me feel good at the end of the season. All of that to be ruined the next morning with the uh, news of them firing Coach Flores. Um, I think it's really dumb if it is because of his relationship between Greer and Tua like the whoever fucking said on Twitter. Uh, One, I think Greer is terrible for us. He hasn't really done anything since he's become GM in 2016. And two, if Flores was kind of not feeling Tua, wanted to go a different route, I'd say that's the right decision. He's the coach. We're trying to build a team. You can't have a team without a leader, and the coach is it, not the quarterback. 
Other than that, uh, I had a few other things to say, but time's almost up here. See you guys. Love you. Love you, Jello. Imagine if they took Herbert. That's their next Dan Marino. Damn. Fins are down bad. <laughs> hey, they are down horrendous. Tua is your franchise quarterback. He's mid. Mama, mama, mid. Yo, Dunn and Drew. It's Josh calling from Brentwood in California. Uh, I just finished uh, listening to the Patreon episode, John Michael's Trial. <laughs> and um, I got to say, I'm excited for uh, next year's Fantasy League. You know, I won three years ago. I've <laughs> uh, been that. in it. Um, you know, I'm just excited. Hopefully, I can get in for the fourth time. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I want to really want to talk about the 49ers. You know, we own the Rams. F y'all. Uh, Jimmy G's cute ass pulled it out. Beat y'all asses, and now we're gonna go to Dallas. We're gonna do the same thing to the Cowboys, bro. You know, Bosa's gonna eat Dak up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so you know, go Niners, rep the Bay. That's it. Have a good pod. Yay! Yeah, we're getting into game picks. I'm probably going to go boring and pick Cowboys, but I think they do have some injury questions. Michael don't look, Parsons. Don't look at me. Parsons hurt? There might be some issues there. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> might be that one and done. <laughs> can you skill? imagine? Can you imagine skill? Yeah, I can. Shannon will be on one yeah, Monday. I haven't mean, fucking lose. watched that shit in forever. Um, can't wait to get in 49ers talk. I'm riding their cocks hard. That game is gonna be so good. Like that, had, like it's a 4:30 game. It has uh, my fucking Troy Aikman and Joe Buck just written <laughs> all the Buck. fuck over it. You hate Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. Traded. I love Joe Buck. I what? Oh wait, so I guess other people hated him, and you said you loved him. I love Joe Buck. I great it. at baseball and football. Oh, here's a champion, Colin. What's up, you cum guzzling sluts, whores? It's Brian. Uh, I've it's been a whirlwind the last twenty four hours, but I'm a fucking champ again. Go motherfucking dogs, baby. No more of this woe is me shit. My teams never win shit. Fuck that. You can tell he's a dad because he's whispering. Georgia, (laughs) I'm a new man, baby. I'm walking out with my head held high. No humble shit. Fuck everybody else. No No humble shit, baby. (laughs) No homo shit. Cocky. All cockiness all the fucking time now. We're fucking champs. (laughs) We're fucking champions, baby. Fuck the Falcons. I don't give a shit about the Falcons. They can die for all I fucking care. I'm a fucking champ. And I'll always be a fucking champ. Love you. Kiss you. Goodbye. Get him a kiss. He said goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. He left another one. Let's see if this is the same one. Oh, and another thing. Shout out Tommy. Shout out my boy Tommy. I'm thinking about you, Tommy. I don't know if you're going to listen to this, but I love you. Go dogs! I wish I could have seen the game with you last night. Um, shout out to my son, Nathan, for being the good luck charm. If you know, you know. Uh, I miss him. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Nathan's I'm son. a new man. I'm a new 
man, I'm the cockiest son of a bitch <laughs> you ever meet starting today. Okay? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh... Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... I love you guys. How many times? Eric Gandy, I love you very, very much. Say it. Kisses. <sighs> Goodbye. And we gave you Come on. Uh, Connor. Connor. <laughs> it's been a minute. I think someone bullied him into voice. I almost said Tyler must have bullied him into leaving a voicemail. <laughs> he got scared. He said, oh, wait, but no, hit the button. Hey, boys. It's Connor. Riley. Um, just wanted to say hi. Um, I don't know much about the NFL and... I know my team's in the playoffs, but I don't know anyone on their team except for Mac Jones. The Patriots. your team. But man. I'm excited for basketball season. I know you guys aren't. It's he quick little us. Celtics rant. They blow every 25 point lead. That's really all I gotta say. Hope you guys are doing well. I love you. I just got tested for Omicron or whatever <laughs> that stupid variant is. You know I don't give a shit. Anyways, I love you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Con. Does he still listen? No. He used to send us Snapchats dying at our like old SoundCloud yeah. episodes. Yeah. And now he's um Oh well. He's falling off. He ain't gonna even listen to this one. Probably not. But he still comes to the retreats. Yeah, because they were in Arizona. Yeah. Well, so he'll be tested this next yeah, one. He will. Which is in California. It's still a West Coast for him. Close. So we'll see. Oh, we love this guy. What's up, guys? It's Mitch from Milwaukee. Uh, I don't have shit to say about the Jags. Thank God. Just happy Trevor finally had a fucking good game. But anyways, what are your top five favorite uniforms in the NFL? That's literally all I have to ask. Love you. God, he's cute. He says, let me look it up, buddy. No. Oh. I'd say, let me just not, no particular order. Chiefs, Ravens. Seahawks, Rams. Chargers, powder blue. Oh, Chargers, fuck. Chargers are so nice. Chargers probably number one for me. What you got? Chargers. Worse is Texans and, and Titans. Chargers. Cardinals. Psh, that's so boring. Niners. I don't give a fuck about unis. I'm just listed teams. <laughs> um, that's my take, Mitch. I don't give a fuck about NFL Good. team unis. Because they're, they're bland. Right. They're not bland. The powder blue ones are the best ones in the league, but after that, like nothing stands so you out want to it, me. You want exciting like the old Jaguars uniforms when they had the dual tone helmets? Yeah, shit. Ew, shit that like makes me like be like, oh shit, these are nice and not just something bland. Like NBA always has like different unis. NFL is just fucking boring. Seahawks, or maybe I just don't pay attention to them because I don't give a fuck. I just want wins. That's fine. Uh, all right. Finally done with the voicemails. What do we? Where do we stand? 
at thank our you. game picks. Thank you guys for your calls, by the way. Yes, thank you. Great calls. Lots of calls. Uh, we both went one and two in week 18, so nothing was gained nor lost for either of us. Hello. Sorry. I'm still two back. I am now at 500, though, so I need to have a winning record these playoffs so I can stay above it. You're 26 and 22. I'm 24 and 24 with super wild card week and ahead. Full slate of games. First one Saturday. 4.30 Raiders at Bengals. Love this game, by the way. Love history and I love streaks. And both of these teams have a long streak of not winning a playoff game. Bengals 30 years, Raiders 18 years. So one of these will be broken. And it will be the Bengals 30 year streak that's broken. Bro, they haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. 30 years. That is crazy. Because 30 years. I See, we think we have it bad. Mm. We won two playoff games in the last four years. Wow. Bengals. And then even before that, it hasn't been 30. It's been like 10. Because Bengals went on that run no, with Marvin 15. Jones and Andy Dalton where they never won in the playoffs. Marvin got there. Yeah. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. <laughs> So I'm taking Bengals. I just they've got a top defense. Burrow's on a hot ass streak. Jamar Chase is unstoppable. And if he's stoppable, then they have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd to catch the ball and Joe Mixon running the ball. So on the Raiders side, you can't throw to Hunter Renfro all day. So Yeah, then he'll pep, pep, uh throw to Darren Waller. Yawn, snooze, my pissy. All right, they'll th- they'll hand it off to Josh Jacobs. Okay. I mean, come on, bro. Bengals um, are winning the Give game. me the Raiders. Not just because I don't want Tyler to kill himself. Da, 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 da. I'm picking the Raiders because it's just a very good feel good feel good story. They just had an emotional ass win. Now it is going to be tough for for playing a full ass overtime game and then have to play Saturday. But players do it when they play Thursday night football. Give me the Raiders. Give me this feel good story to continue. Paul Brown Stadium gets. It's going to be so mid loud. No, it doesn't. I was there, yeah, prime well. time, against Jags. They were loud as fuck. Yeah, oh. Raiders are going to be shook, and this is going to be a double. Digit Raiders w. don't get shook. If the Raiders didn't get shook after Gruden or Rugs, they don't get shook. They're getting shook by the Bengals. What's your next next pick that night? Patriots at Bills, zero degrees, mind you. Bills favored by four and a half. They get an extra half for the weather. Actually, they shouldn't because the Patriots <laughs> fucking dogged them last time. Is it going to be snowing? Don't know. Not last time. I've got Bills, though. The trilogy. Patriots-Bills trilogy. Yeah, give me Bills. Sunday. We only get two games Saturday. We get three on Sunday, though. First one at 1 o'clock, so it's like a normal Sunday. Eagles at Bucks should be a slaughter. We have Bucks. I don't think it's going to be a slaughter. Oh, Eagles making it respect respectable. Yeah, I think Eagles make it respectable. Bucks, Jalen Hurts. Bucks out, AB out, out Godwin. Leonard Fournette back. <laughs> oh, Snooze. thought that was your boy. Guess not. You my boy when he's on my fantasy team. 430, 49ers at Cowboys. By Cowboys the way, only a field goal favorite. Hmm. I'm trying to think of which game is going to have Romo. Nance. And it, it's probably Patriots Bills, right? Yeah. No, they they want to do eight fifteen. That's going to be NBC. That's going to be Sunday Night Football. NBC on Saturday. Yeah. 
That's going to be so uh, Raiders Bengals NBC Romo. Uh, yes, unless that's also NBC. No, that should be CBS. That should be CBS. So that should be Romo Nance. And then Sunday, Steelers Chiefs. No, I don't. They won't go back to back. <laughs> um, Come on, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. So, yeah, give me bucks, but Eagles will keep it respectable. Four thirty. This is definitely. Buck and Aikman, Niners at Cowboys. I got Cowboys. I see you got Niners, like we discussed earlier. Cowboys are one and done. Niners are going to be two and done. I just, Jerry Jones would cry. He would ball his eyes out. Well, get ready for tears, buddy. Uh, That night, Steelers at Chiefs. Chiefs favored by 12 12 and a half. That's a lot. It's disrespectful. I got them winning 21 to 10, so 11 points. So take the Steelers if you're betting. Yes, take the Steelers with the points. I don't see it as a blowout, but I also don't think it's going to be very close. Um, Yeah, we both have Chiefs in this one. I don't think anyone's really picking the Steelers to win that. And then Monday we have Monday Night Football Cardinals at Rams. Rams are favored four and a half. I've got Cardinals here. I have to. I have to ride with them. Stafford has to prove himself. He's got zero playoff wins in his career. And if Rams don't win this game, they're a laughing stock. I hope Cardinals win so bad. I hope they win. Because of OBJ picking the Rams over the Packers and because Jalen Ramsey. And because the Rams think they're out, they're smarter than everyone else, and they might be. But by spending all their first round picks, I would love for it to blow up before they even win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so give me, I want the Cardinals to win, but unfortunately I'm taking the Rams because the Cardinals are unfortunately frauds. Chill. They're the Arizona Fraudinals. Uh, still. Chill. chill, chill, chill. They're very mid. Um, oh, not clicking the button for what you. What would be your most boring Super Bowl matchup? Um, oh. Raiders Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty boring. Um mine'd probably be Patriots, Eagles. Um, although when the Patriots are in. Steelers Rams seems pretty yawn. Raiders is probably the most boring from the AFC. <laughs> yeah. No, Steelers. Steelers Steelers, Steelers <laughs> is the most boring. Steelers um Eagles would be so boring. The little battle of Pennsylvania. And the most exciting would be Chiefs Rams. Chiefs Packers. Chiefs Packers. Chiefs Packers. For sure. State Farm Bowl we finally get. Titans would also be boring. Titans would be boring. But I think Steelers would be more boring. Um... Final thoughts. Oh, thank you. You're skipping the NBA. Yeah, because I was talking about it during the show. Um, waiting for bulky news, as we discussed. Waiting for more coaches getting uh, hired. Daryl Bevel news. However, the NFL stadium bucket list must go on. And our schedule of teams has been released. And there are five away games next season that I have not been to. So... If I can get to them all, it will bring me to 10 left in the NFL. 
So that's Arrowhead, MetLife, Philly, Washington, and Detroit. A bunch of disgusting stadiums. But 2022, I got to get it done. Ford Field. <laughs> Ford Field, Washington, I'm going to follow a railing. Philly, I'm going to get stabbed. And MetLife is another shithole. Arrowhead, probably the most. MetLife ain't a shithole. Oh, it's not? It's brand new. What's MetLife? It's not brand new, but it's nice. Well, hopefully those away games are scheduled not like they were this year with fucking Jets after Christmas. So we'll see. But looking forward to those games and looking forward to not going to any home games if Bill O'Brien's my head coach. Peace. That's our show, guys. Make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Listen to this show on every streaming platform you can possibly download on your phone. And watch us on YouTube.com. Drew, join our Patreon, get in our Discord. Leave voicemails every week. Come on. Thanks for calling in, y'all. We loved every single one of them. Till next time, this has been Dunn and Drew, baby. Enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend, and good luck to your teams in the playoffs. Peace.